what's going on everybody cali death podcast back once again episode 169 i'm your host anthony trapani the very stuffed up sinuses it's all good though i'm feeling great still i'm excited to be here on a thursday night uh hanging out with the resident homies we're missing the professor but we got casey howard and joel horner with me tonight what up dudes what up hi anthony and we are joined tonight by Devin Swank from Sanguasugabog. What up, dude? What's up, guys? How's it going? Good. How are you, brother? Chilling. Hell yeah, dude. I'm excited about this one. Uh, we got some plugs we could throw up real quick. Let's get those out of the way. We've been speaking about uh, Hamilton in the background and Deeds of Flesh. Why not plug their coffee company, dude? Battleforgecoffee.com. Uh, wait, there it is. Battleforgecoffee.com is where you go and you get caffeinated death metal style. Rocket, California death metal. Here we go. All right. And then uh, generatorrehearsalstudios.com down in Oceanside, California. You're going to go over there and get creative and or practice for an upcoming show if you're down in the SoCal area. Help out the homies over there. Because uh, practice is important. Practice is very important. <laughs> yes. And it's fun, too, when you're good at it. Um, <laughs> and the professor isn't here to plug any of his shows. I don't remember any of the shows he's been plugging, uh, but go back to uh, our previous episode with Defeated Sanity. Plugs them in the beginning there. And then, uh, Devin, where, where do you guys want, uh, where do you want everybody to go for some Sanguasugabog merch information all that kind of shit oh yeah pornhub.com just uh <laughs> yes search, search bbc i'm sure you can find it dude yeah yeah you'll find us there oh, it was no. funny. Ah. Uh, the <laughs> um i think we have uh we have a merch store on holymountain.com and then uh for like all u.s orders and then our official website which is just uh Sangwasugabog.com. It's as easy to spell as it is easy to say. <laughs> nice. What's funny is that uh how it, do you spell it? <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Uh S A N G U I S U G A B O G G. Yep. Nice. Got it. Yeah, I mean I'm yeah. staring at the title. That's all right. Yeah, how'd I do? <laughs> Yeah. You know, so, you know it, it is funny that uh you know the themes of your guys music and then the episodes one six nine i thought that was a, i got a little giggle and then I, you made a comment about it. i was like oh yeah dude we're on the same page well, and then yeah, yeah. you guys noticed that the link to get in here too had a 69 in there as well oh, it does, yeah. oh, the url or something yeah it falls oh, yeah. around oh, dude <laughs> things are looking good for me tonight <laughs> yeah. Yeah. dinner for two the, the, just post in the chat and like every listener can just get live with us on here right now. <laughs> it max out at 10 real fast and they'll be like okay. <laughs> Anyways, yeah cool six nine cool dude this is this is awesome that you're here dude i was uh talking to our mutual friend my my best bud dan kenny about uh you guys and and because getting ready for these episodes i i I always try and do a service to the artists and kind of dive in on their stuff, you know, at least that oh, yeah. week of that episode. And uh, the feelings I was getting, dude, was totally nostalgic, taking me right back to the early 2000s when I was sitting in Dan's garage and I'm 
packing bowls and we're trying to duplicate death metal as well, you know, and the stuff that we would listen to hanging out. And it just, yeah, it brought me in a time machine, right? Back, like the way it sounds, the way the feeling, it's just totally nostalgic for me, dude. And I like that. That's a a thing now because if you if you get it right, you can actually make, you know, an older cat like me get the nostalgia, you know? And, yeah. and it, it, it just, yeah, I think it, it, it's cool that this like OS DM things happening and, you know, there's versions of that now too, whether you want to go into the tech realm, you want to go into the more brutal slammy realm, but some bands can um, um, manifest that old style again. And I think that it's, it is valuable for sure dude and and it's unique too and and like the way things are now with the pure production and the clean precise production and then there's these human sounding records that still like sit way further out because of all that other stuff that's happening around it for sure uh, definitely i mean for me um i remember i was just talking about this pre uh pre-podcast but as far as uh, like I was, what I wanted to tell you was I went to Psychofest and you guys were the openers mm. of that Saturday. I think it was. I think it was like a Friday. It was like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday kind of deal. And Saturday was like, or maybe Friday, might have been Friday. But yeah, um, dude, I'm sorry, man. Is there any way we can adjust that echo, dude? I think I, I can't. It's not it, even. Yeah. Funny. Oh, I forgot about it, dude. Yeah, I forgot about it. Not bad. Bad. Yeah, maybe it's, it's me. Maybe it's me. Yeah, okay. but uh. No, I mean, as far as like the, I remember like walking in and and hearing the hype. There was like hype behind you guys. Well, I was there with uh, Chris Beatty, who did the intro song and Zenith Passage and Dreamer and stuff. And uh, we we were just like, he was, he was all, dude, you got to get here for for these guys. Like, you got to get here early. They go on like at eleven or something or ten or eleven. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'll check it out. And uh, yeah, I went in and um, it fucking kicked kicked me in the fucking tits, dude. I was like, I was I was fucking loving it and i remember me and chris Beatty walked out of there and chris is like a ultra shredder virtuoso guitar player but he was he was like dude this band is fucking sick you gotta check this band out and i was like all right well i'll listen to you you know i'll, I'll take your word i'll wake up early and check it out and um i remember we both walked out of there we were, we were like oh shit look at this fucking view we were like um Bro, dude, that was fucking this like the most ignorant, sick shit I've ever seen. <laughs> we were, I remember, I remember saying like because it was just we turned into cavemen. We were like, we got like this like very like caveman, like we wanted to like hurt things and be oh, right. we ignorant, like, maybe we more barbaric. That's what you're looking for. Is like, yeah, just what yeah. we just we both said the same thing at the same time. Though we were like, dude, that we were like both had like wide eyed. We were like, and I was like, cool, I'm gonna hit these fucking guys up and for the podcast and stuff and um. And definitely was like blown away, and and, and um, just this like even because we're like gear nerds too, so we were looking like, are they playing mm -hmm. through a bass cab or what's going? Like we saw like bass cabs on there, and we're like, are they? That's an interesting move for like a heavy band, like to be like that that, that kind of move. And I was like, why hasn't anyone really done this? I, I didn't really even think that was a thing. And uh, so yeah, your whole like the style just blew me the fuck away, and it was like. And it wasn't like, you know, for we're all the prog, we're like nerdy tech prog nerds, but like we started, you know, with like, you know, Cannibal and all those, all those bands and stuff. And it just brought us back and we were just like, fuck, okay. Mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. reminds me a little bit of uh, like when I've toured with Warbringer and I remember 
like back in the day and like i was like i felt the thrash back i was like you guys did it like it's back you know like it yeah. felt like that with you guys like a different kind of heavier version of of uh of of old school death metal so just a long compliment i guess there's no question <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, oh, sick. <laughs> yeah so i'm glad to have you on though but basically i remember after that show i was like standing next to the dude from a uh, metal blade and shit and was like the owner guy and he was just sitting there just like fucking rocking out and getting down too and i was like like everyone was fucking feeling it and it's a, it's a really cool to see the resurgence like anthony was kind of kind of piggybacking on what he was saying but goddamn, that's that's a very cool and we'll get into like more of how that formed and where it came from or whether it came from like me and anthony new meddling or you guys punking and crusting or whatever you know whatever it came from we definitely want to figure it out but yeah um yeah, so you're, i looked if, is metal encyclopedia correct you're 29 is that how old you are? i am yeah okay. so yeah you're about a yeah a decade younger than us and um so talk about uh early childhood though you know is there any uh musical beginnings besides vocals or if not what's the earliest like form of creativity that came into your life and who influenced it and all that kind of stuff at, at, at an early age. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, vocals were, uh, the thing that I latched onto, uh, pretty early on. Um, I've been, I've been into heavy music, um, as early as I can remember, man, like, um, I mean, I started going to shows at like 12 and 13. So, so even before that, though, what were <coughs> what was playing around the house? What were your parents listening to? What were older cousins, brothers, sisters? Yeah. What were those so, uh, of things that were floating around? For sure. Yeah. There wasn't much of an age gap between like my like my parents were teenagers when they, uh, they were pregnant with me. Wow. So they started pretty young. Yeah. Um, you know, my dad was listening to all kinds of stuff, man. Like, um, I, I remember being a kid listening to Danzig, uh, the Beastie Boys, um, Metallica, Pantera, Slayer. Mm -hmm. and, and, um, my dad also liked, um, a lot of the early wave death metal bands, you know, bands like, uh, Morbid Angel, uh, Possessed, Damn. um, Obituary, um, cannibal corpse, uh, suffocation, you know, all the, the Scott Burns wave of death metal bands. Yeah. And, um, I gravitated to that, uh, pretty young. And then as I got older, you know, I was lucky, um, to grow up with two people that were a little bit older than me that crazy enough. I'm still friends with, you know, I, I, I met them when I was like 10 and 11 years old. Yeah. Uh, Ricky and Justin and Shout they out. got me into, yeah, yeah. They got me into bands like dying fetus and, um, all kinds of other stuff, man. And then I lived, how'd you guys, uh, how'd you guys become friends that was it in school? Uh, no, they lived down the street from me. Cool. That's enough. It. So nice. Yeah. I, I became friends with Ricky in particular, me and my, um, me and my dad were playing catch like out in front of the house and, he came by on his skateboard and just asked to join in on the game. And we ended up playing ball like together. And then from there, like a, a friendship 
fruition. That's and now rad. nice. Me and him are still still really close, man. I still uh I, I talk to him probably every day. You know, I still That's hit rad. him up and see what's up with him. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I'm from a I'm from a really small town. So like, you know, small towns are like a big community, man. And how know, many people? Up, what, what was the name of the town again? Yeah, what town? Uh, I'm from a place called Reynoldsburg, Ohio. Okay. It's uh, oh, okay. it's like a suburb um, east of uh, Columbus. What's um, the population? I, shit. I, it's way bigger now than when when I was a kid. You know, because what do you uh, think? Just give it a ballpark, because I know where me and Dan were from. It was forty thousand when we were teenagers. I wouldn't say that much. Maybe even maybe just under half that. Okay. You know? But um, yeah. I mean, it, it's way bigger now because like around like broad street area they tore a lot of stuff down they built a lot of apartment complexes hotel buildings bunch of businesses and stuff are moved in there now yeah but um i remember as a kid like i watched it just get bigger and bigger and then by the time like my senior year of high school i think our graduating class was like anywhere between seven to eight hundred kids so but uh you know i I uh, spent a lot of time there. Um, I played sports there growing up, and you know, I I ended up coaching uh, youth football. Oh, I was going to say football there for a little while. I can tell by the shoulders. I was like, you were a linebacker, <laughs> maybe a running back, or a fullback. I was a linebacker. Yeah, <laughs> nailed that first one. Fuck yeah. yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I played Mike, and then I uh, nice. I also um, that was a gunner on uh, special teams oh, and stuff yeah. too. Nice. Yeah, man. and that that's another reason why me and Dan, uh, are really cool because like we both uh, both wrestled. Growing Did up you too. coach at that same the same high school you went to? No, I coached a. Um, it was a youth uh, football league. It's it's not even there anymore. But it was it was Reynoldsburg Youth Football. Okay. I, uh, I coached like the oldest division. I was the. Um, I ran their defense. So. Sick, dude. <laughs> yeah. Fucking red. That's um, cool. But I, but yeah, man, I got got into music. Uh, pretty pretty early on and then after after high school check this is pretty cool um you guys appreciate this my my freshman year of college i ended up um being real close friends with my friend ross who used to play in the band condemned oh, oh sick. yeah nice from san diego yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Fuck yep. yeah. hell yeah and, um, you know, he used to tell me stories about like, yeah, we used to practice down the hall from, uh, Disgorge, um, yeah. you know, and when I started the band, Angel and Forrest were also starting Cephalotripsy mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, you know, so I got to hear like a bunch of the lore and, you know, around, around that time, I just like, I was able to get my hands on the internet, dive in deep, um, with whatever I wanted to find. So, you know. I remember being 18, 19 years old and I would just spider hole, like trying to find like new bands that I would like gravitate to or bands that haven't been a band in like 20 it's years. All you that think I about yeah. when you catch well, that yeah. bug, dude, that's all you're thinking about is just, yeah, you become obsessed with ending your yeah. encyclopedia of extreme metal. dude. Just to exactly. Real quick. And, the, and uh, oh, what, ahead, what you got Casey. I was just going to say, uh, the reason Joseph is not here tonight is because to violently vomit is practicing and they're going to actually practice at my studio, my little room, a little tiny room, uh, on Friday night. 
And so I was talking to Diego about it earlier and Joseph that's, so he's like, yeah, generator rehearsals is actually there. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And so, uh, yeah. Riff so, wizard. Fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so they're going to be there Friday. So I'm going to try to like see them or like see what's going on or maybe stop by, but the lore continues. These. Yeah, dude. So yeah, I just want to interject Got the shirt on. Yeah, yeah. About it. Sorry, I just, you know. So with, yeah. when, when, knowing dude from condemned and all that shit how deep were you down that rabbit hole before or that happened yeah yeah, yeah. i mean bef- beforehand you know um i got into stuff um that like family and friends like exposed me to and then um you know i remember being in high school listening to like gore grind like last days of humanity and uh gut and um all kinds of cool shit. Uh, what would get you pick. pumped for a football game? Like, what would you? What, what would get me pumped? Yeah, <laughs> what, what would be your locker room jam if you had headphones in, waiting for for the game to start? Uh, that's sick, man. Uh, you know, in our in our weight room and stuff in the locker room, we used to play Chaos AD. Hell yeah! Yeah, so, yeah I did that. Yeah. Too. That's so hearing hearing like propaganda and stuff, I'm like, yeah, dude, I just want to run into with somebody that, with that ride in the awesome. beginning. Just you know exactly. Oh yeah, oh, yeah Any band that that utilizes the close hi hat, like a little jungle beat and stuff, yeah. like oh, yeah. that just that, that wakes something in you, you know. So, oh, dude. Um, that's but yeah, but yeah, you know, I I got pretty pretty deep in, and then Ross, you know, with his repertoire and being older than me, you know, he, he was around, you know, death metal when it was starting and where it was at at that time. So I got to, uh, I got to pick his brain about a lot. And, and I found out about a lot of bands that were in my area that I had no uh, clue about. Like, um, you know, I found out about Hemdale. I found out about mm-hmm. Embalmer, um, ton um odious sanction and and uh bands like that and i really then i then i started to be like wow like where i'm from like my own backyard has like this rich like pedigree that i had no knowledge of before that Mm -hmm. and then you know once i found out like cleveland and every everywhere surrounding had like their own little scene like dayton has this like really heavy like grindcore and gore grind scene and um cincinnati has like black metal black and thrash thrash metal and you know cleveland has like this rich pedigree of old school death metal bands like decrepit and uh aforementioned bands like i mentioned earlier like ton and balmer um and then i was just like what's in columbus oh sick heinous killings and regurgitation so (laughs) um you know, I got, I, I was able to just digest like all of this at once. And then it wasn't, it wasn't like that long after that I started jamming in a band um, that was, I, I was in for eight years uh, called Limb Splitter. And uh, in Limb Splitter, you had me on vocals. Um, you had Dan Baker from Sodomized and Regurgitation, uh, Tales of Necrophilia on drums. Mm, um our bass player uh rob was in um was in nunslaughter he was an embalmer um and he was uh he was a chimera briefly um 
you know, uh, Dylan, Dylan was an embalmer and like, so that it's just like a, a who's who of like Cleveland metal bands and, and one band. And I you was just really, so, in- sorry to cut you off, but I was just, you're making me realize that not a lot of people talk about the Ohio area of the country being kind of this small bubble as well. That's sick. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I mean, I I noticed it with other styles of music too. Not to venture out of metal, but I'm just saying you're making me realize that it, it is this concentrated area that also has a lot of you know unique talent that comes out. But and it's also in a sure. a genre that's a little more niche too. When you go into the grind and the gore grind and all that kind of stuff, um, yeah. I, I it's just now making me realize that or not making me realize reminding me that ohio is a relevant spot that people should pay attention to if you haven't if you're looking for concentrated creative areas that kind of spring up these types of you know yeah. unique acts i think um you know i remember uh, reading uh netherton's book um extremity retained in college and he he mentioned like ohio like briefly you know like before maryland death fest we had ohio death fest uh which was ran by uh brian baxter of a uh, bladed records who's the singer bass player of regurgitation um you know he would put on these festivals every year and it would kind of have like the same lineup like skinless cryptopsy mortician dying fetus flesh grind waco jesus um it'd be like a bunch bunch of those bands would play like every every year yeah and um but yeah 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 man i mean i think it's you know it's it's kind of common like it being your home state you you rep like what's from there i'm basically totally. like i'm like the new york hardcore kid of a uh, of ohio death metal this so. thing's called cali death podcast yeah. dude exactly so yeah. <laughs> yeah and and when with death metal man like you hear a lot about like and when they when they mention American death metal, obviously Florida, you know they're they're going to mention because that's what everyone was like introduced to. And then you hear about a lot of bands from the Northeast scene. Mm-hmm. Um, you hear a lot of, about bands from like SoCal, and then you hear a lot about uh, bands from Texas because yeah. Texas yeah. is so huge and it, it's got a, a humongous like like metal scene. But yeah, like Ohio is like the the taint. Like of it all, you know. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's not cool enough to be the asshole or the ball sack. So. Well, the Midwest. I mean, it's weird because like, or like Slipknot in like Ohio is like the the Midwest. Oh, like, no, Iowa. 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 Oh, yeah. did I say? What did I say? Oh, sorry. Uh-huh. Iowa. <laughs> Iowa. Oh, Ohio. kind of new metal right now. No, dude. I meant Iowa. Like, <laughs> but it's all. We have mu- we have mushroom head. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay, there you go. go. Masks before. But them, isn't dude. like Midwest like big for like new metal and stuff like, but not. Mm. I don't know. Maybe no. back in the day. Oh, okay. Some somewhat maybe maybe some butt rock like here and there, but oh, okay. You know, I know. Uh, I know the Midwest in general. There, you know, they're. There are a lot of bands that, that, as far as death metal, that do have come out. Like especially like Indiana, Illinois, you have like Gorgasm, Lividity, um, Waco Jesus, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Macabre. You know, so dude, yeah, what is up I with think, all? 
all those those all those bands have similar themes and it's usually x-rated so i'm like what the fuck's going on over there dude but i was i was trying to say that like my my point was that i think it like there's a bunch of metal from the midwest like not just absolutely i wasn't trying to like say the new metal thing was like like there's a bunch of sick death metal like anthony's point earlier like and that's cool to like think of it like we don't really think often of death metal from the midwest even though we do but not mm-hmm. as much as we do as Texas or East Coast or whatever. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm, I'm trying to highlight is like sick bands like you guys and and the stuff we're talking about, like for sure, a sick shit from the Midwest, right? You know. Yeah. There was. I mean, there's also been a lot of bands that have like they never really like broke. I wouldn't say break ground, but never like got the recognition that they deserved. You know, like. Mm-hmm. And Balmer was one of the, and Balmer and Hemdale, um, you know, they were one of the very first like relapse bands. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. they didn't, they didn't really like explode, you know, past that. And uh, hmm. like in Balmer's second release was through uh, John Doyer, Pathos Productions, who put out like Dehumanized, Eternal Suffering, and and so forth. Do you think that? I mean. I love I'm such a big grind fan, you know, and the don't don't you think that there is some kind of a ceiling, though, with the themes, the imagery and the somewhat more repetitious, repetitious style of grind that it could only go so far before it really breaks, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think that. When it, I say that with respect because I love listening to it, dude. I yeah, love he's it. Absolutely, he's the biggest grind fan that we have in the fucking panel. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I also yeah. can just sit outside of it and look at it as well, you know. For sure, I think I think when anyone starts a heavy, you know, a, a heavy band with those kinds of themes and pays homage to like that underground side of death metal or grindcore. Um, you kind of have it in the back of your head that it remains underground. Like I'm, I'm totally guilty of like gatekeeping shit that I think is cool because I only want like me and the dudes that I know that yeah, would appreciate it. I feel like, like it. Feel you know, it's it. like, it's like we're trading bands. Like yeah, they're yeah. like playing cards or something. No, yeah, yeah, dude. That's a good point, dude. That's, that's so funny. Yeah. Me so hard. Yeah. It's really, so uh, true, dude. Cool there's, point. I like that. There's a special little collection of yeah. art. Oh, I got this one. I got this one. Yes, rookie card. I really love. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. The Josh Seitman hashtag. Yeah. We have <laughs> yeah. the collection. I got the Ricky Myers MVP right here. Yeah, But it is because it is you're bringing something special to your small little you know love bubble of homies that that all are on the same level and and when you're like oh dude this is just ours this nobody else yeah yeah. this is this is keep this as long as we can you know eventually it might leak out but still it's like remember when we used to sit in the garage i know i go back to the garage dude sitting in the garage and just coming home from amoeba i've said it a thousand times and you had that you got that cd in the used section and it was everything and more that you wanted it to be and and right then it was like only for you and the homies that were sitting there listening listening to it 
Yeah, man. It, it's something, it's something that uh, you hold, you know, to your heart, something you hang your hat on. Like you go to, you go to a record store and you find something you weren't even really looking for. Like, you know, I, I like, I like taking chances and seeing something with sick out, sick art, sick logo, yeah. sick song titles yep. and not even, not even, I mean, cause it's so easy to just find phone out and look it up and see what is this, you know, but I take my chances and, uh, or you find like a hidden gem. Like, you know, I remember uh, being in Chicago just for, um, you know, just to, just to visit people. And I hit up uh, Reckless Records and I ended up finding, they didn't know what they had. But I found a wild, a wild rags, uh, per, uh, what is it? Perpetual dep- de- deprivation, degradation, the, uh, mm. the internal bleeding demo. Yeah, uh, and, dude. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and rare, rare as hell. Six bucks, and I'm like, for a rookie card, that was a rookie card, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I've mentioned it a few times on the show, but one of those for me was the same thing. It was Berkeley Rasputin, and I was flipping uh, through the bargain bin and I found Lethargy's It's Hard to Write with Small Hands for five bucks, dude. That's sick. And that still it never comes up on eBay, and when it does, everybody's trying to get a hundred bucks for a CD. And I'm, oh, just, yeah. I'm just like, not only is this, and that doesn't even matter that, that the value mm-hmm. of what the third, the secondary market or whatever, it's just cool to know because yeah, yeah. I wasn't buying that for the value of it. I was mm-hmm. buying it because I was, I literally found like treasure that day. I was yeah, yeah, so exactly. happy because I loved that band. I had, you know, I have this double disc uh full discography but that album I don't think was on that double disc so it wasn't a full discography maybe it is but either way just having that Excuse original me. copy or a or original Dillinger escape plan I got that shit too cheap That's and, sick. and and it's just it's it nobody in that store knows the joy that you're feeling in that moment well maybe they do because they've had that they're in that store with you yeah so they're looking for I, them too the the only time i look at discogs is if i'm looking up like what my own shit's going for and just yeah. seeing how people get robbed because i'm like what in the fuck you're paying this much for that oh i know but man. uh but you know i mean other than that like anytime i buy something i have the intentions on keeping it and it's funny now Cause now that I live, I live with my fiance, you know, I, we have, we have this apartment. I have so much shit that I, I'm yeah. contemplating having to get like a, uh, a storage unit just for my music collection. So, really? Yeah. Yeah. Anytime, I, anytime I pack for tour, it's like, it's like Costanza's wallet, but like as a suitcase, it's just fucking packed to the guilds. And it's like, do I want to rock the dying fetus shirt? Do I want to rock the eternal suffering yeah. shirt? Like, I got I so you're about to say you bring a disc man. I was like, wait, you pack all the CDs into the folder too, dude? You're That's 10 years funny. younger than us and you still rock it like uh, that? That'd be sick, dude. That'd that be would be I mean, sick. I, I, in my, I had a, uh, I had a 2001 S10 uh, Chevy like truck and I did have exactly that. So I had like a big like fucking yeah. disc book with all the like columns and stuff. Yeah, and dude. All kinds of stuff, so. That's what's up. I think I still have my CDs like in my car, like in a in a disc thing like that, or like it's like under my back seat or something. Hell yeah! Just in case so, you throw on a CD, you know. What? So the CD thing, good. you know, 
for you being 10 years younger than us and you still seeing the value in physical media what is that what is physical media to you it's uh for me it's like my own like bragging rights because uh most most of the stuff i buy is all secondhand stuff yeah you know and it's not it's not oh i've seen this online it's like i went to you know we have a lot of uh secondhand um cd and record stores like throughout our town and i remember we, we one place in particular was called buybacks and uh it was just two businesses down from the pizza shop i worked at in high school and i would uh yeah i would just go there i'd fucking roast a bowl like on the way yeah and i'm like all right all right what can i find you know and yes. i would find uh like a bunch of cool like horror dvds and then i would find like holy shit you know they have uh picture shores 38 counts of battery like i yeah, gotta get that dude. you know so um you know and and i would just like come back with like a stack as if I'm checking out books at the library and I'd be like taking pictures and sending to my friends or have my friends come over. But dude, you're not going to believe what I got. Let's it. Let's come over to my house and let's, let's jam it. Let's throw some more bowls and listen, dude. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Dude, you're, you're speaking to my soul right now, dude. This is exactly what I, I, uh, those memories are, something that i'll never and it's so simple and it kept us yeah. all out of trouble dude it was just yeah you didn't have time for anything else other than just finding the new shit and bringing it to the homies dude exactly and and you know it's something that goes back to what you said man. like once once the bug bites you you know that's when you transform and it becomes you know it becomes your entire life right. and uh you know even when i wasn't like even outside of school and stuff and I'm looking for music or jamming music. I w- I mean, I was the kid that was in class. Like they would hand us like these Lenovo um, laptops and I'm just immediately on YouTube. Like I got to listen to music while I'm studying or doing school. Mm-hmm. So, and then I'm just like turning the laptop and like, dude, listen to this, look up this band, look up this, you know? So yeah. I, you know, I was very responsible. Um, for getting like my friend group and uh, a, a lot of heavy bands, you know, you know, just tape trading was already done and over with at, at, when I got to a certain age. So like finding music online and finding physical media and stuff and showing people like that was, that was our little hobby. That I'm going to get my... hippy dippy for a second and say that I think that it's a video game and we're all, going out and picking up little packets of energy for our team that we're (laughs) building up along the way and these packets of energy enhance the whole thing it 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 inspires the whole little team to do the more shirts you buy or more music you buy your health bar just (laughs) (laughs) i know i love it dude i i want to chime in real quick about uh, uh ian's comment but basically like getting cds from the library did you guys ever like get cds and then like you like burn those yeah like, or upload the seat like you know then you're just like oh, i gotta burn copy like whatever like that that was oh, like yeah. 
back then it was like the hack you're like oh dude i can burn yep. it's like oh my god dude <laughs> and then like, get this life has changed. drop the cd yeah. back off and then pick up another yeah. one and do the same thing i remember when like yeah. when my truck was parked out of the furniture dome one time and like some crackhead like broke into it and like <laughs> cut a slit through like the little like like seal like on the back window and like came Shifty through little like, guy. yeah i mean like the, <laughs> the anyway. guy and they stole my entire book of burn CDs. Steal a book. I got my whole binder but, stolen out of stuff but, on the show. Yeah. Uh, the binders, dude. That was that was the thing. Yeah. And that's what's funny. I heard so many stories of people like getting like oh, there's like a bunch of shit stolen out of their car, but then they see the binder and they're like, "Fuck this!" I'm like, yeah. this. Uh, <laughs> like a bunch of like death metal burn CDs, and they're like, like nah. <laughs> Yeah, original copies of Gorguts just getting frisbeed off the freeway because the dude who stole it's looking for fucking Garth Brooks or some uh, shit. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh back in the old uh yeah the burn CDs day like buying the big stack of burn it was like expensive to buy like a big stack now it's like fucking five oh, like bucks the, for like two hundred. I mean for <laughs> a whole yeah you have to like buy oh yeah the blanks the blanks, blanks you have like a little yeah blank. yeah. Those are a big deal. Yeah, dude. it was like such a big. Deal. It was like I burned the CD free. It was like because yeah. back I mean tapes. <laughs> like we were making tapes. Like hey, I, I I mean that that was the thing in the late nineties. Like converting tapes to or converting CDs to tape. Right. It's like okay, so I'm gonna like make you a mixtape. Like Josh yeah. is all about making super mixtapes. romantic. A bunch yeah, of bros like, making oh, a bros. It was like usually CDs, and then you'd put on a CD on your little boombox, and then press record on the tape thing, and then it would record the tape, right? You know. Or but, Siskin, yeah. shout out Siskin. If I ever wanted to burn something from him, he would always put yeah. that album on and there would always be a, a couple other bands after those just to be like check out a few songs of this or that you know that's yeah, what's up. That, my 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 friend justin that i mentioned like you know his his stepdad was also into metal so he had like a huge cd collection and he would put upload the cds to his computer and then transfer them to a blank and then he'd be like look i've kill them all for you i have this i have that so rad we yeah, actually kind of yeah. glided over the fact that awesome. you said that your dad was listening to suffocation and no, like, we totally did. I know. <laughs> that was like it was. I, was I, don't like, think I, I don't know if we've heard of a story. I, we've heard stories I, of people I, going like if you my don't mind me asking Iron Maiden and Metallica and blah blah blah. How blah, old was your dad when you were born? Uh he was 18 when my mom was pregnant and was 19 when I was born. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I got I became eight. a dad at 27, so I was almost 10 years after that. So I'm trying to put myself in that your dad's position. And fuck, dude, yeah. I was I was an idiot at that time. Not that your dad was, <laughs> but I'm just saying, me personally, I was a dumb dumb. It might dude. be kind of cool being like closer in age to your dad. Like my dad was like 30 something years older than me. Like you know, it's like it's just yeah. interesting. Like that's cool. I mean, if you guys are so. Is your yeah. dad got yeah. siblings or friends oh, that were also listening to Suffo too, and they had a whole already uh, on his own? No, no, he had he had uh, he had friends. Uh, one in particular, um, this is this is really cool. Um, his friend Danny, who also had a son around the same time, and we yeah. became friends. Whoa. And he's a metalhead. His name's what? Chris. So yeah, yeah, you know, uh, lottery with that shit, dude. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like the the town I, I I grew up in, it's like it's not uncommon that when your 
you grew up with a friend that you guys stayed friends like your whole life. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and like, you know, my dad, I mean, my dad is like my dog, you know, like I, uh, I, I'm very, I'm very lucky to be able to say like my dad is, um, badass and, you know, and I, the I, fact I, that I you guys are so close in age <laughs> dude you guys are gonna have it, it just the 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 possibilities of what you guys can accomplish throughout both of your lives together yeah, yeah. It actually makes me jealous because my dad was a little bit not that much he was about my age but still you know as a dad myself compared to your dad i'm seven years behind you know or Right. You know, I, I, because I was 27, he was 20 or whatever, and yeah. I, I'm just jealous that he's got you know potentially an extra seven years that he could spend with his kids because mm. I love spending time with my kids, you know. So yeah, yeah just it long seems, story short, saying jealous. Like Any time to have a kid if you're like ready for it is is great. If you're like a good parent that can be like there for the kid, and even if it's older, mm. it's a like great. But it just seems like kind of a rad like twist on that whole ideal of like oh i need to make money before i have a kid and all this and just like what if you just like make it work and you have a kid and then like you guys are like closer in age and like great friends like it's like a different cultural yeah. thing i think i mean not not in this case but i mean like like in a lot of cultures that's more common you know like to just have kids younger and like and then they're like oh, i have a great grandparent and a grandparent and all this stuff and for me it's like all my grandparents were dead by i was i was like 10 you know like, yeah, like, yeah 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 like one lived for a while but like i had like no grandparents because sure. kids at like 30 40 you know Damn. yeah I, that's you, you mentioned that too like my my grandma my dad's mom mm -hmm. was even was even younger and she was uh when she had my dad you know so my grandma was younger than some of my friends parents Damn. so yeah yeah like we my my family wasted no time i'm the only like i'm the only uh swank um to to do a lot of things like the finish high school go to college not not have a kid as a as a teenager yeah, yeah I, I still don't have any kids of my own so um, even though even though you're you're not doing the music thing and stuff doesn't trip you out that you are you know kind of breaking a cycle in a sense doing being the first in those things yeah i mean it's uh it's cool you know i mean i think i just look at it as like uh, a, a part of life you know it's nothing like i try to like gloat or anything about but no yeah yeah i'm definitely a, a, of a family of black sheeps i'm also like a separate kind of black sheep you know, yeah, which is, yeah, just crazy. And you know, like when when you guys were mentioning about um, that age difference and what it could bring, it, it brings like two options like on the table. Like you could either stay where you're at and follow down that path, or you could be forced to grow up. And that's what you know. That's what my dad did. You know, my dad, my dad's a high school high school dropout. Mm -hmm. um, he was like a, a huge stoner and uh, yeah. uh skateboarder and stuff so like if i wasn't around he always tells me like i would i i, I would amount to nothing but you know he uh he picked up a trade and you know stuck with it and um you know became very successful we didn't i mean i i grew up you know with 
I grew up, you know, uh, for a little while, like in between unemployment lines, you know, like I didn't know when my, my next meal would be. But one thing for sure is, especially in Ohio, it's like job trees, like around here, it's, it's crazy. Like yeah. if you don't have a job here, it's because you don't want one. And uh, mm-hmm. my dad did everything he could to make sure there was food on the table and there were clothes on our back. So it makes it, you're just, it's kind of crazy to me because it's like you're with all that. I'm thinking of myself as a dad when I'm listening to you talk right now. And for all the stress and all that stuff of, you know, not, not uh, achieving certain whatever, but still having your son this at this age saying, I, I, my dad's my bro, you know, my dad's my like super friend, you know, like I want my kids to feel that way about me when they, I mean, they do right now, but I'm saying once they get older, cause now I'm starting to deal with a preteen and things are starting to get a little more advanced, you know, Anthony has 17 kids, by the way, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. For sure. You know, like, uh, that's, it's, it's funny, man. I, uh, David tell says like, you know, you, you grow up thinking your dad's Superman and then you get older and find out he's just a drunk guy that found a cave. Yeah. 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 So, um, but you know that in, in some ways that was kind of the case. I, I did always think that my dad was cool and I, I resonated with him. You know, he was, he was funny. We liked the same stuff. Um, Growing up, he was also like my football coach, so oh, okay. we we had a we had a strong bond. Like, from did he the treat get. you different as a coach? Oh, he was he, he was harder. I was he was hardest on me more yeah. than anybody because yeah, he had that, yeah. You know, he, yeah yeah he had expectations. So yeah. like, um, so you know when I was scared to tell him like, hey, like I'm gonna I'm gonna give touring a shot, you know, like. You know, in his head, it was like, uh, that's stupid. You need a, you better find a trade. You better, we need plumbers, you yeah, know, like, so, yeah. um, and I mean, it, and for a minute, like, you know, it was, it was rough, but I'll, I'll never forget. Like we got, uh, the cannibal corpse offer, you know, um, yeah, shit. Now, you know, it was almost two years ago Nice. and, and my dad just goes, well, shit, son, you know? everyone knows who cannibal corpse is and I'm like, fuck, you know? So it it was, uh, it it was his way of saying, you know, like I'm, I'm proud of you. And then like, he got a little, he got a little sentimental when I first, you know, had to fly out to Europe and I was like, dude, like I've already said all this cool stuff about you, dad. Like all my friends think you're cool. You can't, you can't be soft around me. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it, it, it it feels good. Cause like growing up, I always, I did a lot for that kind of like validation. I wanted my dad to obviously, you know, be proud because if I found out he liked something that I was doing, that just made me enjoy it even more. It made me proud of myself. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he, he's a big reason why I like metal. He's a big reason why I like a lot of things that I do. And, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's good to know that, man. Like, I mean, just like I said, last night I played a show. My old man was there. You know, my oh, dad, yeah. uh, my dad and my grandma was at the show, and my grandma's boyfriend Greg 
What <laughs> up? What up, Greg? He, Greg, Greg put a kid on his ass because he was pitting, <laughs> and like he like swung his arm and like hit hit Greg, and Greg just uh, went Psh! and like sent him sliding. And I was that's like, "That's so, so fucking sick, cool." That's, I don't know how many people can ever say that, dude. That's <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's don't don't underestimate old man strength. No, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, just to be yeah. having that experience with your dad and your grandma and your grandma's boyfriend fucking yeah, yeah. Me up, dude. <laughs> that's so sick. <laughs> At your show, it's fucking oh yeah. That's you're never gonna forget that, dude. You're gonna be you're eventually gonna have kids. You're gonna be on your deathbed, and you'll be like, no, you don't know, dude. She was yeah. there. She was hand banging, yeah. and then Greg, he just fucking laid yeah. this dude out. Yeah, that's so awesome. sick. That's cool. Yeah, Back to what you were kind of saying too. I mean, like the uh, you know, like yeah. getting validation and stuff like that from like I, I still this day, like I, I still think of my dad's my dad's 28 years older than me. Um, but dude's my like I can call him just like dude, I've you know, I've, I've my whole life I've called him been like, dude, I did fucking blow last night, it was bad idea, I did too much. Oh, like oh, you know, he'd be like fucking he was he was the chairperson of uh Narcotics Anonymous for California growing up so oh, my wow. whole life was going to meetings my whole life so um but then he when he's all when i turn 60 though i'm gonna fucking get fucked up again i'm like all right well you know it's like you've earned it <laughs> for years of sobriety like jesus christ yeah um, being the face of na that's crazy totally. yeah yeah, he had to give frank. Speeches in front of, yeah frank fucking robert downey jr he had to give speeches eric clapton in front of like all those people oh, wow. that are part of na and stuff but uh yeah like having that that kind of thing of just like and and you know he was a musician too he was and he got me into football he got me into all the sports as a kid and now i'm like fucking spending thousands of dollars to go watch a game or go do something i'm like sorry dude like i mean not sorry but i'm like you fucking got me in this i'm kind of like pissed at him i'm like dude <laughs> tickets are like 1600 bucks for two tickets now to a fucking game now like what the fuck is you know like that's your yeah. fucking fault like, asshole i'm gonna go <laughs> but it's, it's in my dma but <laughs> yeah i'm still gonna fly out and go to the game the sick game exactly that and but I'm they, like, they they tried that whole time to be impressionable and then boom you find out they were so i know i know it's yeah. i've learned a lot in the last couple years just you know getting close to 40 pushing 40 and stuff and just understanding what like little things in my childhood mean to being an adult you know like what how it translates later on it's like it's it's such a like things that there's certain just random memories that stick out in my brain and those are like almost like not achievements but they're things i look i compare things to and and how things turned out you know like of certain situations it's the foundation totally yeah you and your dad you guys go to live shows Uh, oh yeah like well, who's back in early well uh, sorry devin um, <laughs> i was just talking about my dad you just brought up you and your dad right, oh, right i thought ahead, you were you sounded like you were tailing off i'm sorry i was just gonna say because it was oh, making me think that previous episode we were talking about kids in the crowd what was the earliest you went to uh a show with your dad how old were you um i i was uh Five and I was gonna say six. Oh, I was gonna say, yeah. I was gonna say six. <laughs> yeah. I saw I saw Hank Williams Jr. at Hickory Mills. Wow, uh, which is like a, a horse racetrack. Yeah. So yeah, that was my first concert like ever. Like I got nice. to see Hank yeah, Williams. And you remember oh five. Yeah, you totally got memory of that, dude. I rem- I remember being I remember being on my dad's shoulders and, and watching it. Nice, dude. Um 
I also saw Slayer a handful of times with my, with my dad. Jesus, that's like that's like my dad's favorite band. So, what was the earliest age you saw Slayer? Uh, I was eight years old. Damn, yeah, yeah. that's like that's, awesome. that's so sick, dude. Funny tidbit yeah. today is I actually picked up a guitar and started listening to Slayer again, just for like went yeah. down that Slayer because I gave them they were the band, you know, for me. So mm-hmm. it was like. Mm-hmm. And but the thing is, you know, you know, you listen to them so much, and there's, you know, obviously rabbit holes we go down with. Like, we have one thousand other bands to listen to now, you know. Yeah. And um, I went and just like listen, just throw on Slayer, and then I picked up my guitar and and I could rem- I remembered so much Slayer on guitar. I was like playing. I played like most of All Rain and Blood all the way through, just like while I was working because I was working from home. I was like doing my nerd shit, and then I was just all like, I was like, and then I played like War Ensemble all the way through, and I was like, what the fuck. fuck? Yeah. I was like, how the fuck do I remember all this shit? <laughs> I was like, but but still, it was like, to me, I've been playing such like nerdy shit nowadays. Not nerdy, but just like more, just like riffy, nerdy stuff that I was like, this is fucking an exercise of the wrist. Like, I was like getting tired. I was like, Slayer's like making me tired. I remember this was like supposed to be like the baseline of what we got into, like with like Odious and doing a lot of shit that we did. And I was like, I was like, fuck, like Odious was like, in, in po- it's impossible like to like play that on guitar now i could do it on bass but like guitar i was just like fuck that i can't do like my my wrist the twitch muscles go away <clears> kind of, <throat> after a while like you don't have it where you they, they're still there but then like your 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 forearms like sick dude well you can do it for another three more seconds and then you're gonna start doing like triplets and you're, you're done you're gonna start degrading but um slayer I have a lot of respect for um mm-hmm. Well, just, so I mean, always have but like playing those songs and then the, the fact that they were playing them in such a later age and they're gonna play them again but like, like man, that's a fucking workout. <laughs> like, yeah. with, I mean, with, what I got to hand it to you for doing odious mortem on anything, man. Because that oh. that that shit's no, crazy. I don't even know. I don't. Even, yeah, that was <laughs> that was just like that was like me having a Circuit City job and like like playing guitar and bass or whatever I was doing like fucking three hours, two hours a day. Like, like that's that that took like because I didn't want to be like fuck it up or anything so it would be like and same with decrepit like i remember like jo- randomly joined decrepit and then it was like oh cool dude we're going on tour with black delia in two weeks and i'm like sick dude well i don't know i know a song <laughs> so let me, uh, <laughs> let me start getting uh, and i have like everyone around me and i'm just like oh we're gonna play and time begins on this tour and then we're gonna always like the hardest like songs that they have i'm just like all right like let's fucking go but the thing is like we weren't using any kind of click tracks back then so it was just oh, wow. we were excited and, and and we'd be faster and then i'd be yeah. like wondering why i'm cramping in 30 seconds into the song like i'm like dude i'm fucking i don't know if i have another four minutes in me in this one you know it's crazy I, yeah, the last tour we did i i was the moment i had a chance to talk to talk to Derek. i i had to like bring up decrepit you know oh yeah so, fuck yeah especially especially the you know and time begins record because yeah that, it's record very special to yeah. all of us dude tim, tim young and it's it's very it's very suffocation yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all of that fun, but fun like on crack it's all <laughs> yeah. Yeah. deeds suffo mm-hmm. some deprecated mushrooms in there yeah yeah but and they, they and what's funny is they never sounded like that again yeah, 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 yeah. It's wild. I, know, I was there. I was there for the whole thing because I mean, remember? Uh, so Casey uh, told the story a million times, but Casey was an odious and stuff, and then recorded with Matt. And then Matt was like, "Dude, try out for Decrepit." And then I went to case uh, to the tryout with Casey, 
and he just like nailed all that shit on drums and they were like what the fuck like a human can do this because yeah. a lot of his Tim Young stuff was all cut up. It wasn't like he did like parts yeah, yeah. and stuff. Because I, heard, cause up. Yeah. I, th- I thought, because I heard, I heard a lot of shit, you know. And, yeah. And I thought, I thought it was program. I, I, I was like, is it MIDI? You know, but, but apparently, uh, Tim tracked and tracked and tracked, and they would just like take parts and move yeah. it. Because mm-hmm. yeah, Tim, and, we had Tim on the podcast, and he talked all yeah, about it. Yeah, he's got a, like, his how, little episode. He talks it all, all about it. Oh, yeah. float, the floating like, set. He was just like, what? Well, yeah, the the fucking there was like a flood, and he was like playing on a floating drum set. <laughs> it's like the riser that his drum set was on was moving. It's funny we get this conversation in case he's gone. The guy that like played all that shit. <laughs> yeah, but this is uh, this is previous uh, underwear model to me too. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I guess you could see that that like the editing and stuff with that album kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, open not necessarily open but showed us that things can be moved around in the studio but it was in yeah. chunks still it was still beta version of total inhuman editing processes that would happen after that but yeah you could tell heard, it still is human you know oh for sure i heard yeah I, it's just it was just things i heard from other people but i always right. thought you know i always thought it was just like you know, was Tim like you know like a hired gun? Or I don't know what to think. Just you, you want know, to but say it, that uh, cryptic implosion Casey played it all the way through. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, it was like one takes and shit. It was yeah. bananas. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I got to pick Derek's mind a lot about it, and and you know he also told me like, yeah, he was like Bill, uh, you know when um when we were like getting the band up and running like from ground up and starting to do things and make things happen like we would start doing like uh i don't know if you said it was like power washing or concrete sealant like it was so- somewhere on the lines of like yeah yeah something like that yeah ho- like like home improvement stuff and mm-hmm. yeah bill had his like his own like gig and everybody would like basically work together and mm-hmm. that way like when it was time to take off and tour it was all good to go you know right. yeah and yeah i, I mean like, it was uh, cool. for a lot of it it was it was, it was more green uh jobs <laughs> yeah because <laughs> <laughs> nice. i was because bill lived in my house for about two years and uh, uh so we were like it would just be yeah there was you know we were um distributing things yeah, in no, large volume. Yeah. and but the thing is well bill, bill actually, gardener, I was, yeah I was, he was a great gardener i was uh distributing <laughs> the small stuff and just for like for just for survival because at the time my rent was 500 bucks a month and it was me and like <sighs> Kate, it was like but it was like a four bedroom three bedroom house and like everyone's paying 500 and there was like it was a crazy house like with you know there's the brain drill was there for a while it was like brain drill oh, odious, decrepit, like all like like practicing at the same time and shit and like odious would randomly jam to it and it was, it was just like oh, the yeah. most death metal like fucking santa cruz thing one thing mm-hmm. i mean i still you brought up anton begins and one thing i don't ever really talk about is um i would like, me and my best friend carrie gear we were all about like you know like we found necrophagus and spawn of possession like in 2001 or yeah two this or is his version of the home of ricky yeah and then like okay. we fucking we heard a clip on the unique leader website that was decrepit birth and time begins and we're like what the fuck is this right and then we looked and it's all santa cruz california it's a little down the street i'm in santa cruz at the time and i'm like Sick. so this is the exact area that i'm in this is yeah. this is coming from like this insane music or is like your ears. yeah 
And I'm like, what the fuck? And then me and me and Carrie were just like, one day we're gonna be able to play, like open up for them. That's like that was the goal. That was the only goal to open up for them. That was like that was little did you know I, for. I know, right? And uh oh, yeah. yeah, it was just bananas that that all fucking did you see up that just... funny picture that? that I posted, Joel. Um Oh yeah, that did, I mean that's right. So like that that I don't know, I should like find it and post we just talk about decrepit a bunch of Running and stuff. No, I was on. I was watching it live on my phone. <laughs> I heard what you said. I heard it all. Uh, sick. Oh, well, I didn't hear it all. I didn't hear it all. I heard like the last like few minutes, uh, or a few like or last minute. I don't know. But there, there was this funny picture. Like I'm, I'm going to Colorado next week to on work, and then I'm going to see my uncle and stuff. And so my uncle just sent me this random picture that I have like never seen. Like, yeah, was, I don't like, remember taking the picture of, at all. Yeah, I don't. I remember this picture. And we were in Colorado and like with decrepit like all of us and like my two aunts like i'm like two aunts and the full lineup and of then, decrepit yeah the, like wearing decrepit, like, the aunts yeah. are wearing decrepit sweatshirts like long uh, sleeve. yeah they were repping hard because they bought all the merch they're like oh, we want the shit because they're just being supportive and sweet and they're like super yeah, awesome. yeah yeah you know how it goes and it was super cool and we we had stayed we always stay with them like when we're in they're so sweet they would like make us fajitas and stuff and got the jacuzzi oh, yeah. and, they'd like, take us to red rocks and shit and yeah because they're in morrison like over there yeah yeah yeah. red rocks fuck yeah. that's a Dude, that amphitheater is insane yeah that's that's or just the, the red rocks the whole there's red rocks like shooting yeah. out of the ground like in their backyard like it's crazy like it's a cool yeah, it's, so sick. it's beautiful yeah. out there that's, yeah, that's the, the video of playing there oh i know i love yeah that i know right so i've seen that yeah, so many yeah. times yeah. i love that i've actually watched that again like a week ago just so i watched sick. it like i, love I was like people. obsessed with it for a long time and then just let it so, go and then like randomly clicked it again and was just like just like oh my god, like doing work shit, and I'm just getting the chills and just like a tears dropping. I'm like that's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I just get these like visceral reactions sometimes when music hits me. I'm just like holy fuck, you know. Like, yeah, that's the, you, know, you, the goal. you had mentioned about uh, you know living in you know that home with like four rooms and it was like all occupied by like band members and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, for a while, I you know I I was living like that. I lived in a uh, I lived in a punk house um, that was like a fire a fire station that we renovated. And then last house I lived like that before moving in with my fiance. Um, I slept. Do you, do you guys know John Rice at all? Uh, it sounds very familiar. He was uh, he drummed for a job for a cowboy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah the record. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. I slept I in his, I, his own bedroom. Yeah, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, that was like a whole like a uh, commune of metal and punk. Or yeah, like yeah, basically. Yeah, I mean, for for a while, like anytime a band would Charn. come through, we would be like, yeah, Charn. Yep. Yeah, Charn. Sean yeah, Charn. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we would. Uh, uh, I mean, both houses. Like, anytime there was a band coming through, we would uh, wait until they were done, buy them drinks, and hang out, and be like, yo, like. You guys don't have a far drive, like you guys crash at our place, so we have rooms. And, Dude, that's uh, cool. That type of stuff's yeah. needed, and I it, I love being a part of one of those sanctuaries. I like to call those places mm-hmm. sanctuaries. Yeah, there's a bunch of them I've been. Part you know, of. where yeah. we just, you know, we have a common goal, and everybody's there. Like that furniture, that all the domes, some version of that happens so many different places. And oh, for sure. And it's so beneficial for. It's very nurturing involved in that you know and it just g- 
gives much more potential to all those individuals that are involved in those little communes, whatever creative communes, not necessarily full on commune, but you know, it's, it's a, it's a, just a, a place to go to be yourself and, and explore the levels of creativity or you're just witnessing other people too. You're seeing, Oh dude, siskins writing riffs or you know casey won't you know he's playing crazy jazz stuff over in the corner and you're like yeah what the fuck's going on right now and it just like it stirs up all yeah, that, nah. that stuff inside yeah, you. Only, he plays, he plays that, piano, piano. That, that piano but you see a record they have and you're like damn they oh, have totally, this totally dude you know totally. i mean i learned so much from these guys i got, got into zappa because of a record on their wall it was Let's the cover. it was a cover of uh we're only in it for the money and they're all wearing dresses i'm like what the fuck is up with this shit dude and they, <laughs> oh yeah listen to it it's one of the great it's still one of my favorite records from that era now yeah What's sick? That's I mean, how, that you, yeah go go ahead Devin. I was gonna say that's that's how I got into uh, Parliament was um, oh, fuck you know, yeah. moving it moving into this punk house and I see I see maggot brain like I see oh, this yeah. like it's this so woman buried up to her head afro she's screaming and I'm like what is this yeah and yeah, we yeah. Uh, we all did we all smoked a, a bowl of uh, weed and DMT oh, and. Okay. Yeah, it's about to get Joe Rogan real quick. And, uh, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> and I, uh, I remember listening to it and just like kicking back, and I was like, track one, you know, uh, and I was like, this is badass, man. And then from there, I get into like George Clinton and Bootsy Collins. And, oh, fuck fucking yeah. hell yeah! yeah. I was like, I, I, oh, I am so down with that shit, dude. I fucking hell yeah, hell I'm yeah. all about that shit genre stuff in fucking prince i throw a lot of prince love prince kind of shit like in that whole like I, yep. I i put my shit in like genres like on my dorky digital things and so like i get all like apple music i'm like okay like this is like funk this soul oh this yeah cv any, any, like, anytime we're in minneapolis i make sure to see all oh, the yeah. like Dude. the prince murals and everything too and, so, yeah. what's and that video called I'm, studio seven is that no it's studio like seven. It's, Oh, no, First Street or second or what's oh, First Street? Street something? Something like yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. There's that Prince the, the Purple one? Rain. Well that's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, there's um I can't I can't First remember what we played last. Or something, or First time. Avenue. Yeah, that's what it's called. That's yeah. It. But there was Necrophagist. Um oh, yeah. <laughs> and with Origin oh, at least. Yeah, it was an or- oh, okay, the Necro too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you walk upstairs and there's like the purple rain thing. The poster. Yeah, yeah. Dude, dude, that place was so fucking rad. It sounded so good in there, dude. Origin. I remember just like watching Origin at, at that at the Prince Club, like specifically, and just being like, Jesus, like there's like something about the sound, like was just so precise. Like like Origin yeah. sounded so good to me that night. And I was just like, fuck, this is great. And I like remember told like I, I was just like I had a drink or something, and I was like talking to the sound guy, and I was like sounds so good or like or some or some guy and he was just like looking at me like whatever and i was just like this great. <laughs> then like uh, i heard they like closed it after that like like soon after or something i don't know but yeah i don't know if they closed it i haven't been there for a long time or, or whatever that club was at the time but it was still first avenue or was it what's it called is that what's called i don't know i think it was one of those but i mean actually getting back to like the the commune because odious and 
and the Casey, David, all these people, like what they what they would do in their houses when I like when I first moved in was they just had like r- records that they liked of all different genres mm-hmm. all over the wall. And I would, yeah. I would like see them constantly like and it got me into I always like loved, you know, like certain songs by bands, but I never like they're like, no, 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 this album by this band. And I would be like King Crimson or something. I'd be like, what? Oh, this? Oh, this? Yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, check this out. And I'd like listen to it. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, there's so, so many bands that I like was unwilling to listen to until, you know, like, uh, yeah, the... jamming with all these guys and stuff. Oh, and dude. then they had them, like all these albums on the wall. And I'd just be like, oh, what's it's that about? Uh, you yeah. you got to be into all the fusion jazz shit. Too. You got to be in Billy, oh, yeah. Billy Cobham, dude, doing double bass. And you, you, yeah, yeah. Even, going back they had double bass and shit too but yeah but you know mm-hmm. billy cobham though like shit like that like 70s it's all about yeah the 70s all, shit you guys got me into the 70s stuff about, like oh yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, so like there's like okay so the, when it comes down to it like okay obviously the mainstream rock and roll led zeppelin all that stuff like was a big thing in the 70s that's great made a bunch of money acdc all that rock and roll but like the fringe stuff like black sabbath which kind of like that's not fringe but it came in and then brought the metal stuff and all that but like dude uh you had uh i don't know at that whole time uh what were we just talking about oh my god i fucking lost my <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> 70s uh billy, billy cobb oh yeah yeah but at the same time in the 70s the the the, the fusion ro- like fusion jazz rock crossover with like mahavishnu and all the billy cobham stuff and king you know prog rock and all that but like but oh, from yeah. the fusion jazz angle like in you know, like Return to Forever and all the sick drummers doing all the like, or the Herbie Hancock albums, like all the guys playing, Steve Gadd, Vinny Caliuta, fucking all the drummers playing on all that 70s shit. It's like fucking more metal than metal itself, dude. It's like those yeah, guys that's are... Martin Wood too. Dude, yeah. But I'm just saying like the monsters like of those time. I don't know. That stuff. They're just cool. kind of. Like, it's kind of like what we did with death metal. Like how we talk about like the rabbit holes we get into. Like no, dude. There's this yeah, yeah. this band and this band. Yeah. It's I like know. why is fucking. I mean, back in the day, yeah. I would say there's there's a lot of cool. There was like pop shit that I was like, fuck yeah, sick. You know, like Pearl Jam, Stone Temple Pilots, all Bill the things. Bill uh, Bill Bruford. For sure. Uh, I'm talking about like all the fast ride pattern, dude. This guy, you know, Bill Bruford from King Crimson that Ian's pointing out here, yeah. and it, yes, and all that shit. But dude. Like it's not just about the double bass, dude. The hands and the ride patterns and all the ideas and the hot timings and all that shit. Like you can add that. All we do is add double bass and and kind of expand upon that. But that's where it all came from. Like that's the yeah. Neil Peart and all, of course, like Neil. Yeah, yeah. You know, but that's also like to me, it's like the same. It's like dude, Neil Peart and and like you know, Bill Bruford are like the same level, like. And they just had double bass behind it. That's actually yeah. that's yeah. a that's yeah. a huge thing to say. It's just like okay, well, just like for crazy death metal, it's like all right, Bill Bruford all stuff, but like go under it, and then it's and then it's death metal. The way to like approach like patterns on the symbols and rides and stuff, and to do like little. Pa- I mean, with, I don't know. I'm yeah, yeah. Like, no, I feel you. Now that that you know, a special moment was going from metal elitist to just music nerd, you know, and yeah, being exposed to, you know, a lot of bands that was, uh, it's what makes me just appreciate music. Um, and all, you know, was getting into, in, into bands like, uh, gentle, um, fuck yeah. King, 
King Crimson, uh, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, and you can, you can listen to that and you're like, damn, what year did they write this? Like this is yeah. miles ahead but, of like so this, much shit, man. And then you get into like older, like trad metal. And then you're like, dude, I could, I, I would pay to go see this now and be blown away. Yeah. Totally. yeah. So, the, totally. There was an interview. I, I remember with Niall, like, years ago like 20 years ago or something where they're just like what do you listen to on the tour bus and this is like way back and they're like oh like yes and i love uh, yes and like rush yeah. and, oh, and yeah. like they're all about like 2112 or like brought up that album and just like that's what i'm talking about dude. if you think about it dude we rarely listen to death metal in the van when we were on bloodletting or anything like that we needed palate cleansers because we were just yeah you don't want to get burned out oh, yeah 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 we're we're the same way you know we listen uh it's it's crazy it's a lot of um uh how can i put it it's a lot of like post-rock stuff we'll also mm-hmm. listen to like uh flock of seagulls and uh, i'm down i'm fucking super down yeah oh, yeah. yeah like all kinds <laughs> of moody just stuff that yeah. you i just smoke the weed and look at the just, scenery right yeah, I dude I just, I, dude I was, we like crying we love the push mode one of our uh one of our um Come on songs like on stage is policy of truth. Oh, so, a lot. yeah. That's yeah. Nice and it's, it's, it's funny. Cause when like, when you have like the vest wearing like metal elitists, like they're listening to, it, they're like, who the fuck's playing it, playing this. And we're like, uh, us, like we picked it. That's why it rocks. Right. Yeah, so. It's exactly. almost like, <laughs> do you think, do you think like, I, I feel like there is a, a part of me that, you know, cause I was in the, the metal elitist, uh kind of mindset for you know probably through my up to my mid 20s maybe later mm-hmm. um but like then it turns that you're like you're being rebellious against the metal elitist you're like fuck it dude i like fucking <laughs> like you're like i like fucking enjoy the silence by Mode more than any of these songs why the fuck are we listening i don't know it's, it feels like because of the metal elitist elitism gets so extreme sometimes that you're like that yeah, sometimes contrary. and i'd be like i'd be worried to show fucking shit to people you know like back in the day i'd be like oh god this isn't like gonna be there's a clean singing part it's gonna be yeah, yeah. on or it's gonna be like something i'm like i'd be like i'm not gonna show it to anyone and then yeah you're making up you're making up rules like in your yeah, head yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right, like, exactly. like you you better not fucking <laughs> exactly. wear the band that you're about to go see shirt like at the show <laughs> yeah, otherwise yeah, yeah, like yeah, you yeah. and your friends are just just rag on everybody you know and yeah. And um, yeah, 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 yeah. Against that though, that's a, that, like for me, I like rebelled against that. I'm like, I'm gonna do all the things that annoy them, all the yeah. elitists, because <laughs> it's funny to me now. Like, I'm gonna wear like a, I'll wear, I'll, I'll get a Nickelback shirt and wear it to the most brutal death metal. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I, I don't know why that brings me pleasure, but I just like it's kind of like ragging on, just like what they're so like. No, <laughs> you're no, inserting it, no. novelty yeah. <laughs> into the situation yeah exactly i'm a big comedy it, fan too so it's 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 your middle finger to uh everything yeah. that you also are or you were at least some some degree totally. you know and I, i'm the same way like and then and then you know i'll see like people talk or uh they'll be on videos and they're like oh yeah everyone in that band's a poser and i'm like what the fuck does that mean like i listen to like some brutal ass shit i bought i was buying cds as a kid that like nobody knows about and and, yeah but 
yeah, dude, I'm old enough and been so much into it that like I don't have to prove anything to anybody. I've already impressed the exactly. people that that I wanted to impress. So it's I like you're cooler, like in my head, shows, dude. Yeah, you're you're cooler if you like like more variety, like. Not if you're yeah, stuck if you're... in, a, in a, a fucking tunnel in a bubble with people. Like, it's like, cause that, that's what I see, what I used to see with like death metal. It's like, it was only death metal and like all the time. That's all you could listen to. And, you know, like, I mean, amongst other groups of people that were like oh, the, the, the arms like this judgy people. But like, I was like, no, dude, yeah. I, I'll listen to fucking, I don't know, just throw out, I'll, th- I'll listen to a, I'll listen to the weekend. Like, I think the weekend's sick. Like, I'll listen to Same. things that like people like, are just like oh dude it's fucking pop like whatever like you know like i'll I'll throw that on just be like i think it's dude this fucking talent behind this is sick so i i respect and i have a lot of people show me music i don't necessarily like but i'll always try to find something cool in it you know i always try to find a a a thing in it like people like you're not gonna like it like just show it to me and it's just be like a country song and i'm like that guitar player is solid as fuck dude (laughs) that guy shreds i can tell that guy shreds um, the song's not necessarily hitting me in the feels or any kind of emotional way, but those musicians are insane. Like I, I'll I'll find the, the the plus in the music. Like I'm down for all music as long as there's like some legit like talented person in it. And I'm like fuck yeah, that guy, that bass player is fucking killing. You know for Garth Brooks, or whatever, oh, you know, for sure. like, you know what I mean, I'll, or someone random. I'll just be like, that's, that's fucking, that's I've, yeah, I've been I've been getting into. This uh, indie songwriter, because the way the way he plays bass and his like odd time signature, like that. drum yeah. patterns, I'm like, I'm like, dude, it's kind of mathcore. I was like, I kind of <laughs> fuck with this, you know. So yeah. yeah. If you if you guys ever have the chance, listen, I'll plug them too. Um, coolest name ever, Sad Gilmore. <laughs> oh yeah, Gilmore. And I, I've been I've been just on a, a huge kick. Like, oh yeah. Uh, with his stuff but yeah you know like with what you're saying man if you're if your palate is just one thing then you're boring yeah not only that life is boring for that person. life yeah, yeah yeah and and you're gonna get bored of it so quick and i also that, don't that, believe it i also don't believe them like i'm like really yeah they're That's full it. of shit they're full of shit dude yeah. you like they're full of shit yeah there's some pop songs sometimes you're like it's sick no they're too (laughs) i I mean you're just too worried about what other people think yeah yeah yeah. and then people you're worried about people judging you but it's she's she's not gonna fuck you just because you listen to all brutal dance (laughs) and nothing else right you know right that's actually gonna be a turn off even if the yeah yeah yeah. because i'm sure she's got some guilty pleasures too she has for sure yeah and i i I also, I I agree with that. I did do some of that, but I do look back on my shit, and I'm just now going going ego. I did hang on to a lot of things. Yeah, Anthony was I, the most. I took ballsy. a lot of shit going. Yeah, we through. gave him so much shit for like his iPod. <laughs> the shit he was like, "Kill Switch Engage, bro." Dude, what I was fuck? fucking. And now yeah. I I fell in love with Kill Switch Engage at 38. They're sick. <laughs> yeah. Dude. <laughs> I they, they I they totally skipped me like growing up, but oh, as I got older, I was well, like, yo. One example too, but just so many examples of these things where I had to put, I just had to dig my heels in and be like, no, it's still mine. Don't take it away oh, from yeah. me, dude. <laughs> no, this is my yeah. last serenade. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly, perfect. Uh, dude. All right, I remember I like see, where... Anthony's Anthony's iPod though. We would like he would go like 
he'd park somewhere in this car and like I, we would just take it and just make fun of all of us we'd be like dude <laughs> this man this man this man we were, cause we were like, <laughs> in, that, in that like metal elitist mindset yeah. still we were like when we actually did like other stuff but we were like mm-hmm. oh what dude no, dude. Sing, you, know, so you got a clown thing that yeah, I was clowning yeah. for a while. Yeah. And Anthony stood by it the whole time. He did not waver. It didn't waffle. He was Spiral like, oh, Architects was sick, one of the dude. bands where I was no, like, we loved Spiral. I know, but yeah. you guys were like, dude, listen to him sing or like Watchtower with vote. They were like, I mean, Gary were into that shit a long yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, for a long oh, time. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it, we were. I knew about it too, dude. What do you? What, dude? Your elitism isn't as cool as mine. <laughs> now he's starting. Uh, to get, we're starting to. I'm starting to get shot down again, guys. You know, it's uh, it's crazy because like, Bog, like starting off. You know, I was really. I mean, still, I'm I'm the guy that's like most into death metal. Yeah. And um, so so you know, and sometimes I'd forget that because like I would hear a part that like our original lineup would be playing. I'm like, this reminds me of mortal decay. Yeah. And I'm like, you haven't heard that song. And they're like, no. And then like clown me for it. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I forgot. Like I'm the only like death metal, like huge nerd. Like what was your first like unique leader band you came across or even learning uh, about unique leader in general? Oh shit, man. Um, damn. What was my first unique leader band? That's crazy to think about. I, I don't know, but what's but, or first know, unique uh, leader memory? Like, what's the thing that first stood out? Um, because at one point it was a every band on that label was so quality. Yeah, it was like a posse. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, it's crazy seeing pictures of like Maddie Way and like all these bands. I swear to God, they're throwing up gang signs in that in these pictures. <laughs> And I'm like, yo, yo, these dudes look hard. Like, they, you know, and uh, um, I don't know, man, because I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of all that stuff. I, right. I, I, I always say, like, my favorite guitar players in death metal period are Eric Lindmark and Terrence Hobbs. And right. um, those are fucking quality ones. <laughs> yep. Dude, good. man, Lindmark yeah. is, Lindmark's got the, Coolest fucking wrist style, dude. And RIP, totally. man. And, yeah. um, and, and D- Deeds of Flesh, uh, their whole discography, even the stuff that people are like, oh, it's too noodly. And I'm like, I like it. I love it. I love every single album, dude. <laughs> there's always, yeah, there's always room for a little bit of progression or a little bit of differences, like here and there. You know, of course, like, I'll always really like, like, trading pieces and Path of Awakening. And uh, you know that 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 has its its time in history and totally. You know, dude, like portals and fucking um, was it Mark of the Legion? Yeah, the, the, those albums are so fucking sick. Hey, Mark of the Legion, yeah. for whatever reason, like hit me the hardest. Like Same. when I was yeah younger, I was like that uh, uh, cleanse by fire. I was like yeah, holy fuck! It just like that groove to it. It had technicality and groove, and I was just going, yeah, like, man. Your head had it was like a pirate metal song. It was like, and that, you know, like, and that, was, and that's my favorite shit, man. Like, I, it, like, simplicity is sick because yeah, yeah, it, totally. it, it, it brings out that like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, out of you. But the way suffocation and deeds of flesh does it is it's fast as fuck. It's shreddy, and then nice. boom, when it's it hits, totally. when it hits with the slow groove, 100%. and then the slow chugs. 
it hits even harder because you don't even know it's building up to that. You think yeah. it's just going to keep going faster and faster and faster, but then it doesn't. And then what do they do? They bring that slow riff back and it's like, you just want to yeah. fucking rip his head off their neck <laughs> and it yeah, and yeah. laugh at it, you know? And it's, and, the, and want it to laugh back. <laughs> yeah. 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 Start. You love it so much. You want to talk to it, you know? So, um, and, and that's that's the best kind of fucking uh, death metal for me, man. And, right. And, and it's it's crazy because like you know I want to I want to I want to be the guy that's like, hey, here's my top whatever you know for the year. But right. it's like I'm listening to the same shit every fucking year. You know, I don't, it's <laughs> the same bands I always want to listen. Like, what, you're like, wait a minute, what what came out this year? Let me go back and look. So I can yeah, my yeah. list. Let I'm me listen to, to it now. You know, <laughs> yeah. There is a hypnotic aspect to what you're talking about, dude, and and it is a formula that Suffo and Deeds are are great examples mm-hmm. of, dude. And and there's something about Suffo that you know that makes me even close to 40 i can't tell you i might still be in the pit you know it might end up happening oh yeah it's like sure, there's, I need to go i don't in. going I to, to go. a suffo show i don't know what's gonna happen in <laughs> my mind and in my body that night that i might make a bad decision you know oh yeah man whether or not how much alcohol i've had it's still gonna <laughs> be like their music that makes me might i might get a bruise yeah. or a fucking black eye or some shit they, a, yeah, they make me forget that I have health. I don't have health insurance. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, uh, especially like touring with them, like you know, they, 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 we're doing Europe. They, they come out in front of the hotel, and immediately I just like look at Terrence and Ricky, and I'm just like, you guys need help. Like I want to help you. You know, right? And start unloading stuff, and Ricky just asked me like. He's like, do you want to do Liege with us every night? And I was like, is it the ass beater riff? Like, you want you want me to do that? And, he, and he's like, yeah, man. And I was like, oh, dude. Yeah. And, and, and like, I, I already knew, like, I mean, if, there, if there's one person that I idolize within the genre, I think it, I, I think it's pretty obvious. I owe him a paycheck. I fucking love Frank Mullen, dude. Yeah, he's I my like, favorite, too, dude. He's, dude, he's he's so he's sick. The reason why I started doing it too, dude. Exactly, you know, and and so many people have told me that, and like it's like I saw Frank Mullen and it was just like, dude, this is the guy. And uh, and I've, know, so, I've, I've have you ever met him? Have you ever hung out with him? So I got to I got to meet him briefly, um, you know, because like they did uh, they they did like a couple regional shows like on their way to a fest. They played like four shows, and the lineup was was Guy, uh, Terrence, Derek, Frank, and Kevin Talley. This is like twenty twelve or thirteen. 20, no, twenty sixteen. Sixteen. Okay, okay. It was like right before Forget. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to I got to shoot the shit with them, and um, my friend Pat uh, Myers from uh, Premonitions of War were at the show. And then uh, Trevor Stranad was at the show because this was this was around the time he lived in Detroit, Detroit or like uh, like Michigan Roosevelt, yeah, 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 Ferndale area. But he came he came to Toledo sometimes for shows, and he was there uh, that particular night. There's not even thirty people there, Jesus. and Whoa. and um, Frank's like on his own, and I I, I just kind of like shot the shit with him, and I got a picture. I have a pit. I have a I have an 
time where I seen Suffo even before that, when I was in high school, I had, I had X's on my hands mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, I wasn't, I was, I was underage. So they underage, actually, okay, okay. yeah, yeah. And I got it. Yeah. No, no, none of that. But, uh, <laughs> I got, uh, I got a picture of me and Terrence Hobbs. Like I'm holding the horns up and yeah. we did a bus share. So like, I'm telling him about it and he was like, well, he's like, let's, rec- let's recreate that picture, man. And I'm like, all right. Sick. But, but yeah, man, I got to, got to talk to Frank a little bit on that night. And then I, um, the, la- the very last day of tour, we FaceTimed him. Sick. And um, I got to shoot the shit with him. And it, what, what the coolest thing ever was, like, I didn't know he knew me, you know, or knew about me. Mm-hmm. But he told me, he was like, hey, man, when you're doing this, tilt the hand. <laughs> and i'm like hand chop, yeah. i'm like yes sir <laughs> like, yeah, dude. that's awesome that's straight down give it a little angle dude yeah yeah it's so bad. you know and we did liege i did liege every night and like the first like four shows after i would do my part i just run and fucking just cannonball into the crowd <laughs> and it was just awesome. so bad dude. Yeah. and then uh the last show the very last show the We had some volume shit. Okay, on. I was like, is that? I was, I was. Uh, uh, it says I can't unmute the guest. I was like, shit, that's my headphones. I'm just gonna nod for a while. I think I was like, that's mine. It says it can't unmute. Weird. Oh, uh, man. There you are. There, there it is. There it is. Ah, uh, my. I think weird. my headphones disconnected. Oh, it's all good. You sound good right there. All right, I do. All right. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. uh yeah, um, you know, I, the the very last show they played infecting the cribs, and Heck I yeah. took uh, I took Charlie's backup guitar, and I ended up um, just air guitaring to the song, and was just like <laughs> walking in front of them, getting in their faces and shit, and it was cool, That's man. Awesome. That was my first Suffo song I ever heard, dude. The OG Human Waste mix is that? that oh, yeah. yeah, they yeah they redid it on. Uh, yeah, they would redo uh, a song from Human Waste, like every album leading up to it. Yeah, right. So yeah, and I got to do or, uh, uh, not Human Waste, uh, Breeding the Spawn. I got to do. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the God for <coughs> with uh, Frank. God for Frank. Yeah, 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 in Pennsylvania. It's funny because I I've forgotten about that, and I'm like, oh yeah, I got to like sing with, even though like I'm not a vocalist, but I was like <laughs> trying to. I was like trying, and I have like not a, a sustainable voice. Like if I when I do my growl, it's like I'm done in like a sentence and a half. But I'm like I was you know very lubricated by alcohol and stuff, and got to go up there and and uh, yeah, I got to, I got to tour them like four times, three or four times, and so with only Frank and uh, yeah, Frank's the fucking man. <laughs> like I would fucking go on their bus and Terrence Frank play poker all the time, and and then kick yeah. their fucking ass. And then, super, uh, uh, and then they'd be all pissed at me. <laughs> like, super okay. chill, and yeah, like his his the way he is on stage. He, I just remember him just being so dialed down. Watch every every single set that they did. I watched every every set I've seen or I've, I've played with them. Probably you know I've probably seen them a hundred and something times. I've seen every single song that they've ever done. Like every night, I was like. Just the vibe was different every night, and it was, it was like I've toured with them. 
with uh the, the weirdest tour was uh it was us and like Whitechapel and them and Whitechapel was exploding at the time and they were right under suffocation and it was it was a bummer for suffocation was, because was that the uh was that the blood oath tour yes yep it was all that tour yeah yeah definitely yeah. that was and like i remember like because Whitechapel was so humongous that it would just be all these um you know deathcore and hardcore kids coming in and then yep. suffocation would go on and it would be like fucking 40 people <laughs> like and watching suffocation i was like I, what the I, fuck I, I went for that i went to that tour because my friends were into Whitechapel, and <laughs> yep. when suffocation played all of us were like that was the band of the night yeah yeah you know they fucking oh. they fucking took it and and uh yeah, man, you know, that was crazy, you know, doing doing this tour, and I've seen I've seen every, like, not every rendition, because I never got to see him with Mike or anybody. Or wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think I have. I think, I, I think the only other drummer besides Kevin and Eric I saw them with was Dave Colross. So we uh, toured with Mike in 2009 with Suffocation. Mike and Frank. So that was the last time I think that maybe he was on tour. Oh, yeah. And then, dude, but Paul Ross was so perfect when I saw him with Suffo, dude. Oh yeah, dude. he's 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 one of my favorite. Him and Pete Sandoval are like my dude. favorite. And I know I can oh, tell yeah. by your your uh, your uh, instant name, dude, that his performance on Bleeding Profusely, dude. Oh so, yeah, Fuck Chef's yeah. Kiss, dude. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm a I'm a huge I'm a huge Gasm fan, man. I got a. I've had their logo tattooed on me for like 10 years now. Where but, at? Where is it? It's on the back of my calf. Nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, Dan, uh, where you and Dan Kenny probably clicked pretty hard with the work. Oh, big time. Because he, <laughs> yeah. he was like, when, when he saw me, he was like, uh, he was like, I bet I can out brutal death metal. Oh, God. Of course. He <laughs> and <did. laughs> and <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, buddy, I'll do, I'll do you one better. And he was like, what's that? I was like, I own four of your old shirts. <laughs> bought them from you on Depop, you know? So I was like, I was like, I'll steal in your cloud, dude. <laughs> you know? And we, uh, yeah, we nerded out uh, uh, pretty hard. That's so, rad. Yeah. No, dude, you, you put up recently a, a, a collection of albums that were influential, and I'm, I'm 95. 97 percent on all of those oh, albums dude in uh calculating infinity yeah dude that Walk one in. yeah dude i love all that stuff dude calculating uh, is actually you talked to mike gilbert from sever that's one of his most influential records as well dude i love listening to early dillinger and late dillinger too but i used to fuck with that shit too it's good yeah calculating was something very special because it was my yeah. first introduction to that that i mean what else can you call dillinger other than it is math math yeah it's math core it's but it's extreme and just more i don't know there's chaotic and there's that yeah. first um self-titled too you could see that they were like blossoming into that mm-hmm but I still love that self-titled too. They're pioneers, you know, of that. Yeah. That realm yeah, play. exactly. Back then. That was... Yeah. Yeah. Cause they, they, they were chaotic, but obviously there were a lot more bands to follow that, 
really expanded on the chaoticness. Right. And later on, they kind of held back and introduced like more like feel goody like type shit with it. Yeah. But they're they're just such a such an awesome fucking band, man. And, and, and that name too, calculating infinity, it's such a great explanation for what they're trying oh, to yeah. do, dude. <laughs> and also, yeah, but moving. I think that Patton actually gave them uh, some like rabies before he left, and they kind of took that and that uh, little EP that they did. Uh, oh yeah, with Patton on vocals. I think that that kind of redirected them into that direction. They try and harness like the Patton S. And I'm Greg does a good Mike Patton, Trent Reznor, like, right, right, style of vocals, and mm. it and it's sick because he could also do. I mean, he he got the job, you know, basically covering all of Dimitri shit. Uh huh. Can nail it and yeah. then you're like what this this fucker can sing yeah oh, dude no what was that what was that one video where they're at the tower records or some shit dude and <laughs> runs across the it runs across the whole crowd dude that, video ever, it would give me goosebumps no matter how many times i watched it i like, the, be, like myself the, as a front man and trying to do something like that you got to watch uh, the Dillinger fails comp- compilations where they throw their guitars and it lands right on their fucking heads. And all kinds of shit. It's a seen sick. him. Uh, I'm um, failing because I've been smoking and drinking. What's his name? What's the vocalist's name again? Greg? Greg Pusciano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had seen him at a festival to climb oh. up to the monitors and just put <clears throat> ears right in the festival speakers shooting out to the crowd as he's screaming into the microphone i was just like this the stupidest but kind of coolest thing i ever seen guys just murdering his eardrums for the sake of his own art yeah i mean they 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 put it into it when they could because i feel like they were probably gonna be like dude we're really gonna hurt ourselves if we keep (laughs) I think they're, the candle burns at both ends of, with that group for sure. They're and, coming back, I mean, by the way. With the I mean, yeah, you're never going to see a, an acoustic, yeah. uh, an acoustic Dillinger uh, <laughs> reunion. Dillinger <laughs> 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 How crazy would that be, dude? <laughs> That'd be crazy, yeah. That is that is a cool thing with Dillinger, though. I mean, not a cool thing, but they had you know their issues with. You know, uh, the singer and Ben and stuff like were weren't really like hitting it off, I guess, towards the end. But um, so they decided to part ways and end the band. But um, you know, I had a feeling I'm like you can't just end. I don't know that shit. Like you can't just like go away like with that because yeah. their last going their going away show was like a multiple sold out shows in New York, like insane huge shows, and um, um, because you know the singer and the and and Ben were like having issues um they're gonna go back and bring cackling infinity back and play some shows with dimitri and vocals so sick sick. i think bands need to stop saying farewell tour i think that that just needs to be yeah it's rude i think it's 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 obvious it's not man i like slayer i don't care no i like slayer but like but the thing is like kiss has like about slayer seven he's had seven farewell tours kiss has it's like all right yeah, yeah like on the eighth, is it? 
real or Ramaz, uh, no more tours? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just tired of it, dude. There's so many times where it's like, oh, they're back again. I don't. Yeah, but then there's the opposite. Where it's like Ozzy, where you're like, come back. Oh, well, I know. But yeah, that's a different situation. I know, but it's the opposite. But I mean. D- he how many times did Ozzy say farewell too? I know, but he's it's been saying it since sad. I was in high school. Just Sorry, Devin, time. your your mic's cutting out, so I'm, it, you're talking, but it's not coming through. So I'm going to make some changes. All right, here we go. I think we're good now. Um, we're back. Hello. Yeah, I can. Hear you. Yeah. Yeah, I was saying. Uh, yeah, Sharon's gonna pedal that money wagon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. She's got a couple, got a couple more pedals out. And then it's done, I dude. think I think he wishes he could perform the like Oh yeah. The fact that he's been performing this long is probably a good percentage of why he's still with us, dude. You know? Yeah. If Ozzy retired a long time ago, what else would Ozzy be doing? You know? Right. Same with same with King and same with Rob Halford, Bruce yep. Dickens. Lemmy. Yeah, I mean, was, seen, was, I, mean I saw I, I saw Motorhead uh, louder than life, like when when he was sick. You know, when they when everyone knew he was sick and yeah, it wasn't looking good, and he canceled a couple shows, but mm-hmm. they dropped the banner, and I, I I saw it and was like, no fucking way, because we were we were all talking about like, are they going to cancel the day of like, and um, the. He was sick, man. He's uh, a, yeah. a beautiful man, dude. I mean, for just knowing, you know, who that fucking legend is and stuff. And and there's been times where I've been a little drunk around him, but at Rainbow Room in um in L.A. and stuff, there's been times where I got to shake his hand. He'd talk to me. He was very nice. He was sitting there playing fucking poker, video poker, and just would turn around like one of the nuclear blast guys would come up and be like, "This is Joel. How's it going?" And I would just like shake. But fuck yeah, great to meet you, man. Don't want to, like, you know, try not to, like, uh, take up too much of your time, but I really appreciate you and stuff. And he's all, fuck yeah, I appreciate it. Well, awesome, man. And just turn back, back around. Oh, and yeah. and stuff. But he, like, gave you, like, he gave eye contact. He, it, the fact that he, I feel like a lot of celebrities and stuff nowadays are becoming so annoyed with phone pictures and all, all the things that come with, like, oh, I, I just want to show my friends that I'm with you. Rather than like having a conversation, just a quick conversation with you. Like I right. think, yeah, I think they a lot of them like would rather have that quick conversation. Yeah, Lemmy's definitely the Mount Rushmore man. You know, when it comes to icons and stuff, and you know what you mentioned too about um, the whole picture thing. Like it, it, it brings me, it brings me to um, when I was a kid, and I would see fetus, yeah. I would try my damnest to uh to get a picture with john gallagher and he would just beeline to the bus like every single time you know and then when we toured with him uh last year chillest guy ever yeah it was like like he can't now we ended up at the at the bar and i was like all right man now's my chance like so i i get to i get to shoot the shit with them and talk about bands and talk about you know basically just telling them thank you you know for mm-hmm. this contribution and totally. um what it meant to me and um right if it, it i'm sure you guys have gotten to talk to him he, he talks like this yeah he's super actually, chill, mellow. i've never had a 
conversation. Oh, no, with I'm touring with him. I remember the same thing. I was like, I was seeing him on stage, I was like, he's very intimidating. I don't want to fuck with him yeah. or anything. And then, like, we ended up being in our van every day, smoking joints with us every day. Oh. Like, you know, like, yeah. it's like, fuck yeah, man. I don't know. It was like just all chill. Exactly. And we're like, what the fuck? That's Chuck. Like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love, I love making them laugh like on tour. But you know, that, that, that moment in particular, I was like, I was like, yo, dude, like, I was like, I, I hate to be that guy. And I was like, but I feel like I have like an upper hand right now because I'm touring <laughs> with But I was like, can I get a fucking picture? Yeah. And he's like, sure, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and like, <laughs> he, he, he stuck up the horns the same time I did. I was like, this is fucking sick. I was yeah, like, yeah. Dude, the first time you heard that dude's voice too, is like Matty Way, you're wearing the scores too. There's these firsts with, that you have with these voices in this shit where you're like, holy shit. That's yeah. a human, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love especially, his voice. Yeah, as, as, especially Matty's. And um, another another dude that really blew me away was um, uh, fuck Blue from Guttural Secret. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah, dude. That dude. first EP how, with that intro and then the, the, the axe drops, because isn't that from uh, Gangs in New York? Yeah. yeah yeah and and that scene too that's uh, that when you watch that scene it's so intense and just mm -hmm. the the sound of that axe dropping into the into the table and then blue right after that with everybody else just right behind him you're you're just like punched in the face dude oh, yeah. totally broken nose metaphorically yeah and he's a he's a scary looking dude too you know he's he's, very... a, he's a he's a teddy bear though i've i've hung out oh, with him a couple times yeah, yeah. yeah so intimidating for sure with all the tats up his neck and yeah, down his perfectly ripped. sculpted arms and yeah. you know yeah first time i met him i was kind of pissed i was like dude you're too hot <laughs> to be doing this dude like save some like i don't want like a heartthrob of death metal or like right. slam or uh, slam i think actually guttle secrete actually introduced me to slam because we were uh my buddy was opening for them and they were playing in fresno and i had no idea i just thought it was grind like devourment was uh, headlining it was um flesh consumed was the band i went with but it was a uh, guttles for crete and then flesh Four consumed and, and like gary Busey incident or some, some random funny band and um i remember just like everyone started doing i, I talk about this i've mentioned it a million times but everyone started doing this during the, the this is like 2006 or seven or something and everyone started doing this during the heavy parts and like this guy was like behind me doing it and kind of like humping me and i was like what the fuck is going on <laughs> i was like i was like into the, i only knew like the normal death metal stuff i and, and like normal like mosh pits and like bass like i knew that and the slam thing was brand new and i had no idea and i was like what's going on but um blue was i just saw blue and i'm like god damn it fucking male model hot <laughs> ass save, save some fucking i mean not not for the rest of it. i'm saying at the, sound, at the time i was like all fat and i was time, all though. i was all fat and i was like god damn it this guy with a six-pack sucks <laughs> but even though I, he was super nice to me and we hung out all night but i was like yeah. um just seeing that it's funny like a, a male thing where you're just like dude this hot piece of shit dude motherfucker. <laughs> like the, girls do that a lot too the first the first time i met him in in person my uh my band Limb Splitter was playing with Inherit Disease and Malignancy. Shout and, out Obi. 
Yeah, I love Obi. Obi Fed. Fuck yeah. Um, and uh, he knew my name like already, and I was like, "Damn, man! Like I've been I've been listening to you since I was in school. Like you're <laughs> you're like my guy. You him yeah, and yeah. Nelson uh, were like huge. Like I I, I still I, I I still can't compare anybody to like that like pedigree of vocals and um sick yeah man for him for him to like know who i was and everything already and was like talking to me i was like how the fuck like are you still like are you stalking me you know like like, <laughs> like 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 blues like a big like death metal uh nerd you know and you just need one of those as a up i'm not saying that you guys are up and coming whatever i'm just saying for any artist that's doing something in a, a scene or whatever to hear one person that you um are inspired by say that they know about what you've done it that's a recharged you're you're recharged for yeah. I don't know. A long time after that, dude. Oh yeah, totally. Just Bring, that Bring, one little validation. Yep. Will make you go hit the fucking uh hit the lab and get something cooking again, dude. Absolutely. And I and love I, that, dude. And that's what that it's crazy cuz like you know when uh when when we get name dropped by like people outside of the genre or or, um, you know, people that, like, other people look up to. They're all, like, you know, everyone else in the band's, like, really stoked. But for me, for what for whatever reason, man, it's the it's the band that, like I told you, like, that I gatekeep. Yeah. And then I find out, like, oh, they fucked with us. Like, that that's sick. Like, what, right. what really full circle is, like, on the cattle tour that we did – we played uh we played Massachusetts and Mike DeSalvo, uh was, yeah. who Shout was on out. Whisper Supremacy Cryptopsy, which is personally my favorite. Me Cryptopsy. too. Sick. And Fuck. and cited as many of guests on the show as their yeah, favorite on, era we'll, of yeah. Cryptopsy, yes. Love it, dude. Yeah, it's my favorite one. And, I and... love the whole thing, but yes, he made a very, very uh unique addition that I, I treasure in his little era of cryptopsy for sure. Oh, for sure. And, and, and uh, for him to like sit to like message me beforehand, be like, yo, I'm coming to the show. Like, dude, gotta, I gotta have a beer with you. I gotta, I wanna, yeah. hang out. I gotta, I gotta get a picture. And, uh, and, you know, did, did just that, that was enough for me, that whole tour where I was like, that's, that's fucking cool. Well, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people on that tour that like, I got to meet and like geek out over like, Dave Astor, um, mm-hmm. you know, DeSalvo, uh, Kelly, who I've met a couple times before from Mortal DK. Oh, excuse me. And then uh, at Gene Hoagland, we were in, we were in that was so cool. And <laughs> uh, uh, fuck, who else? Uh, Todd Jones from Nails. And, oh, yeah. Uh, shit. Yeah, yeah, a b- bunch of people, dude. And I'm like, yeah, that's, 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 that's a cool thing about like, being in a band that gets to do shit is like you don't being a fan of the music never gets taken away. Right. Yeah. At least least for me, man. Cause like, you know, I, and I, and I, and I look at it too, like where I'm like in these shoes now where people are like a fan of me and they want to, they want to take pictures and stuff. And it's like, 
Well, damn, man, if you're looking at me like I looked up to like Frank Mullen and Eric Lindmark and like all these people, mm-hmm. then I, I, I owe it to you to take, take a picture with you. Yes. And, like tell you fuck yeah. And that's rad, dude. You yeah. know, and, and at least converse with you a little, as, as much as I can. For sure, dude. Do you I listen mean, to their whole demos that they give you? I do. Um, okay, I'll get you the whole thing. I, I will. Yeah. Nice. That's red. He sounds like the kind of guy who will. I know. That's awesome. But there, there are band, there are band members that they have this ongoing joke. And when I first heard it, I was like, oh, it's fucked. But I know somebody that said, yeah, yeah, when I get handed these, I tell them I'm going to sign them to Roadside Records. Oh my God. That comes from us, dude. That comes from us. That comes from us and the faceless. (laughs) <laughs> really was that a joke from the yeah face? that was a joke Derek Ridquist face of uh, demon carcass like I grew up no with him and, and we used to get funny. Stax records he's all dude like yeah dude we're we have an in with roadside records and we would Aww. we would tell people and, and we would in sign we have signing parties where we would we would drive like long things through the night we'd be like all right if it was terrible it's like <laughs> I mean not terrible but it's like we didn't like it or didn't think like we can give it to a, like a record person we'd just be so like we should make like yeah that's derek derek Woodquist is the one that started it that's that was like 2007 or 8 we started that and we should we should make like a like a fake record label called that we just like sign nobody the best if you can rewind it you could see anthony's face because anthony was a stall like dude is he gonna say roadside records i knew he was gonna fucking say it dude i don't I had like a psychic Funny, premonition, yeah. dude. I was like, he's going to fucking say it like, right now. And then like, he and then Casey zoomed in on, on fucking Devin. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, he's not going to say it, dude. And he said that. I, I was, that's, it, Joel, we have a fucking connection, dude. You <laughs> I know, just I know, had all that. my thoughts during that. <laughs> that was crazy, dude. Everybody's not the, not the only band. Well, I mean, yeah, the main thing that, that me and Derek, like, we were like joking around with it in the very beginning was like, we were joking around like, because most people don't listen to him. So we're like, right. We were like, hey, we got a CD player. We got fucking a eight-hour drive. You know, we got fifteen CDs. This show, let's listen to every. Let's just start as like a fun when all the, the all the bands awake. We'll just do a thing. Where we're like, all right, signing party, and we'd like throw one in and be like. <laughs> a lot of the times we're like dicks. Just be like, it start and it's like, nope. <laughs> <It's> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we give it like ten seconds to just be like, no, like super crude and rude, just like. Uh, nope. I know it's gonna. I know the. I know it's. I know it's gonna sound like. I have a few that. I have a few that stuck with me still. I still got. No, we we sent some to dude. Eric Lidmark. We we I, we gave oh, some wow. to Eric Lidmark that were like that. That was that was the plus side of us like our karma for it was like though. trying to be like all right. Well, if you're good, we'll give it to fucking unique unique leader. Like we're not we're not the gonna like fuck around there. and be like. Like no, you know, like listen to it just to fuck with people. We like wanted to listen to it and like, oh shit, there's some bands that were just like, holy shit, this is like a garage recording, but you guys are fucking great. Like maybe give it to Eric and he can develop you or somehow like give you like some sort of inspiration to to keep this going or something. And and there was there was yeah, it's like you're super famous. You make like five thousand dollars a year, dude. If you that's all you're trying to make happen, dude, as a guy who's giving your demo to a band. You gotta give it, give it some time, and if it, you're just hoping it's enough for that person. You you want that person to pass it up the ladder somehow, and it get to somebody. Oh that, yeah, yeah, you know. No, I like want Eric to. I want to find. Yeah, yeah. See, I I look at it as like, uh, 
oh man, the, this band's local to this area. Maybe next time we headline, we, we can get them to open. Yeah, totally. dude. Yeah. Definitely. And, and I, I, I do listen and I do, uh, I do give my feedback. And then, you know, a, another thing I do, man, is like, I, I do features. Like I like, uh, if someone hits me up, I'm like, I'm like, sure. Let me listen to it. Let me listen to what you got. And then I'll be like, cool. Let's, let's get me on a song then. I'm down. I that's try sick. and do that with this show too, dude. If somebody awesome. sends me something, yeah, cool. You know, like, hey, dude, I love the podcast. Here's my band. I, I try and listen to all that, and oh, but yeah. dude, and and I'm not doing some bragging shit, but scheduling's crazy now, dude. Oh with yeah, this fucking show, dude. Like we're booked in like almost three months now, two and a half months or some shit. That's crazy, dude. And. And I want to get the up and comers too, but it's like, how can we squeeze? Them? We got so much lined up. Mm. It's kind of weird well, dude, we, to look that far always, in advance. We get people cancel and stuff. We can, we have stuff that we can throw. We, we have always, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we always try to get up and comers too, like Joseph. And there are there. Yeah, are Joseph some does a good job of too. bringing like yeah. legit up and comers that we have yeah, never like, heard, like we, we haven't heard of, and we're we, like, Whoa, we, we love shit. having room for that. Like, if you look yeah, back, yeah, yeah. there's definitely several examples of us doing that. But I'm just saying, I I, I don't yeah. know. It's like being booked so far down the line. I I'm actually starting to lose like focus. What's funny is that like we we were like not things. booked that way at the, at the verse of the year. We were kind of like, oh, we got to get some bookings, and then we just like all of a sudden it was just like, whoa, now we got. <laughs> it's like when we had like yeah a bunch of different things we, like at people had asked us or we had asked and we're just like all right let's just get that all yeah. combined one but uh awesome. I, I, I guess that. what i'm trying to say with that we're, is and i'm grateful. not trying to brag with the yeah we're definitely grateful it's so it's actually i'm starting to sound negative when i'm talking but what i'm saying is we love that aspect of the show we love being able to give like that same kind of thing you know throwing it out there for people to be exposed to it i I like to do episodes like that for bands too and since it's kind of booked out far in advance i need to re-look over i need to look over that again and see how much because i just maybe feel like when was the last time we did uh an episode more so like that what was the last one i'm just so murky right now with this dude Anthony's I mean, for right. for me, this 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 podcast is very selfish. Yeah. It's for me, it's trying to find out cool new bands and oh. uh, <laughs> and then talk to like legends. <laughs> Even if you guys are just talking to your boys and your friends and everything, oh, well, that, now, you, yeah, I feel exactly. like you're one of our boys now. Yeah, after dude, tonight, the Roadhead Records things. There's a lot of things, and, and yeah. it's, that's another thing. <laughs> like there'll be times where it's a band I've never heard of, and it's you know Joseph booked it, and it's like a new band. And I'll be like, kind of like, okay, I don't know anything about this band. I'm tired. I worked eight, nine hours today at work, and I got to go like jump on this podcast with this band I've never heard. And then it turns out to be like an awesome time. Like I'm like, fuck yeah, that guy's fucking red. You want to go yeah. tell somebody else about the guy? Like they just like tell my life story. Him. They're like, dude, I started with fucking you know, uh, you know, like corn. Then I went to Slipknot, then Sepultura, and then DSI. I'm like, I'm sitting there going, like, dude, me too. And I'll like wake up like, oh shit, like that's a, yeah. And yeah. the roadside records thing is like that is the funniest thing ever. 
I've ever heard uh, that, that kind of spread a little bit. That's awesome. I gotta look back. I don't. I rarely look back, but I want to see how early I uh, caught on to where he was going with that. You said I reacted. Oh no, you'll see it. Yeah, you'll see it. In the, All right. Maybe yeah, I'll, yeah. The, the fact that you guys have this podcast, man, you know, you're doing you're doing a great thing. That's that's what's gonna make the music just grow and expand even more. And totally. we're we're really out of time, you know, especially the last like three or four years death metal is just on an incline and Mm -hmm. and i feel like it Mm. it very well be you know with with all these bands that are like moving towards like being heavier and people like the youth and everything being exposed to it like you know to give them credit where it's due like knock loose is like a heavy band you know i was just thinking of knock loose and like billy eilish walk watching knock loose yeah on a, a coachella stage <laughs> like how big that when they were playing like down the street for me in a little tiny hall a year before oh, that it's crazy oh, yeah. i saw i saw them at a place called the summit for to only like 40 people Colorado. and it was uh it was a really like small like hole in the wall bar and to see where they're at now is uh is insane but like you know like, they're heavy dude gojira is heavy you know totally. like they're humongous too they're, they deserve it huge ass crowds and i think you know it's not it it's not it's sick to want it and it's also not out of pocket to actually think that a death metal band could be on some kind of climb like that mm-hmm. and if it is then we need to do everything that we can to get it there you know, because right. because right. you know, it, I mean, gatekeeping is like cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to me, <laughs> to me, Gojira, Gojira is like the closest band it's that pretty, like pretty good has bridge. like has like connected me because I was like, oh, there was always more like, angel thing, and then there was like, yeah. yeah, and there was always like other bands, and I was like, oh, it wasn't quite like my, like, Meshuggah wasn't quite my, but I like it, but it not really, I don't know, uh, Murray, and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 I, I respect the shit out of them, oh, I'm just yeah. saying, like, I don't, but it, but it was just, it you wasn't, it, it wasn't the band where it was just like, oh, that's, like, that's, like, we're, like, Gojira, the, and there's a, dude, there's so many bands, like, that Joel likes, and Sleep Token, and all this stuff, and which is all like interesting stuff. And I want to give it an honest like chance. I just yeah. haven't had time, but Enjoy like phone on sleep token. He's all about it. Yeah. Yeah. But all I want to say <laughs> it, I before, before I shut up is that Gojira is like, there's something about that band that I just fucking love. Like, Oh yeah, Gojira is like oh, yeah, they me the too. band. Like I'm just like oh, it, all these things everyone's saying. And all I'm just it's like caveman. Gojira. It's kind of like the same thing as, like, as your band, but it's like calculated caveman. There's yeah, it's calculated caveman in there. It's, oh, it yeah. like gives you this like energy rush where it's like yeah, it's like it hits for, you like, in the caveman, a, but like a technical Sorry. perspective, it's not like it's not crazy, but like it gives you this like this like you're like whoa you're like all of a sudden like you're, the, yeah. the things go off and you're just like jesus <laughs> you you have right. to do that you know the thing too it's like what did they do to get where they're at is it is it the whole like animal rights movement because i don't think it's that i think no i don't people, I a lot of people don't even know about that oh so fucking good and yeah and, and that it does even though it has its parts like dude on that 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 late that brown record that they put out like uh was the, it or something yeah, uh, yeah, yeah yeah the early one yeah, yeah. 
it had carcass riffs like spread out all over it and then yeah listen to like the link and everything that's straight up morbid angel worship totally and 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 that you know that's where they started and what's another cool thing about them is it's been the same dudes yeah it's like the brothers and then the bass player and then the guitar player yeah yeah it's no lineup changes huh exactly and dude tell what they like and and they're still going to keep writing what they like, and it just gets bigger. I'm going to be listening to a lot more Gorgia, Goat Gorgira. Goat Jira's. Yeah, the beer's catching up to me. The Gojira's catching yeah. up to me. Dude. From Mars to Sirius is mine. My, that's the album. I'm just like, from Mars to Sirius, that album, I'm just yeah. like, that the heaviest matter in the universe. That's and, the and white like that or like, like cream colored yeah. record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what's the like, red one before it called again? The the link is the one that's like gray and black, right? I know. I We're know. so I'm so dumb with. I'm like, dude, your last one, your first. I I never oh, remember like, band like album names. Or, oh no, let's let Devin talk. Say it again. The link is like the red one with the white letter. The link, yes, yes. Okay. I think the first like biggest record. I can't remember the name of it. It's and the then one there's the poet of the face. Terra, no, and it's got Terra three. Incognita or something. Is that it? Oh I yeah, I think that might be it. I, I could probably look this up in two guys. seconds. Rather we just yeah, I do it. <laughs> I think uh, I, but yeah, there. I didn't know about that one until after I had stumbled across the link, and then from Mars, or whatever the fuck that one's called. But, but yeah, man, like they're they're the closest thing to death metal, really, without calling themselves that. And 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 I, and I think. Really, the only thing that differentiates is is the atmospheric aspect and the vocals. Mm-hmm. But, but when they get in the grooves, dude. And then he does hard vocals, and you're like, yeah. oh, I know, so sick, dude. Yeah. Gross. They're walking <laughs> that that fence, and you're mm-hmm. seeing the death metal yard that they could just jump right into. They're build you ups. Just, they you build just, up like, into like, like yeah, you guys, you guys know what's up. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. do for sure, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, 100%. Wow. So, you, so you were like in high school, so okay, so you're playing <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> yeah. No, That's let's good. let's let's get all right, because I mean the band is fairly new if we really think about it. You guys were mm-hmm. got together in 2019. Yep. So, uh, limb splitter. How you said eight years on that? You guys stay together? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was in I was in limb splitter. Um, at the same time as I was in uh same with Sugabog. You know, I I I, okay. I left I left the band a year ago just because of um uh yeah, just there's a lot of a lot of dumb like inner conflicts, you know, like yeah. mm-hmm. they were mad that I was getting way busier and you know, at at the same time I was still making time for them, but I was like, you know, I, I I don't, I don't, I'm not the type of dude to put all my eggs in one basket, but definitely yeah. thing with Sugabog is top of the priority list. And, you know, and if they didn't like that, then I needed to take a hike. So I did, you that know, it makes did. sense, dude. I mean, that this, uh, I mean, if you want a long lasting, like actual quote unquote career in this yeah. shit, you gotta, when you do the not all the eggs in one basket you're you're doing that in a sense of 
you're you're bet you're taking smaller bets on other things and and yeah. one one of those was a fucking blackjack dude you know exactly and and so you're gonna roll with that that one you hit the blackjack on and and see how big that snowball can get you know and and start feeding that i mean i i totally get it as an artist if you're if you're a performer slash artist that creates something with a bunch of different people and then there's a sculpture that looks better than all the other sculptures and start people start to pay attention to the oh i really like that sculpture what's when when are you guys going to do another one all those dudes are going to get back together and say all right we're going to make the dick bigger we're going to you know <laughs> we're going to you know what I'm saying? We're we're gonna make the sculpture even. We're trying to make the sculpture in that that fashion, but make it better. And and then that one gets attention. I I my long metaphor on this really isn't going anywhere, other than you get what I'm saying. Absolutely. Yeah, it's art collectives that you've 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 set up for yourself, and yeah. this collective is producing. Uh, quality art that a, a lot of people are digging right now you know? yeah yeah i mean it, it, it's all for the same reason you know i hop into everything because of because of passion and yeah. you know I, I i i i do you know i stretch myself thin because that's just the productive like side of me you know i'm 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 in a i'm in a bunch of bands you know i have uh i'm saying with sogabog which you know, we're touring a lot this year. We we ended up having to like pull back on a tour at the end of the year because if we would have took it, we would have only been home for six weeks throughout the entire year. Jesus, yeah, and, and uh, I just got so much on my plate, and I have a couple other active bands, and you know, I I also have a band that I'm doing with uh, Jeremy Wagner, Broken Hope, and uh, oh fuck yeah. And uh, Mitch Harris from from Napalm Death, and I'm about to start doing things with that. And so, but yeah, I mean, all in all, it's uh, just, just you know, just like we all talked about, is like you you know really quick when music and playing, and it, it's not just like a phase that you go through. It's it, eventually it takes your entire life, and it's. Right. That, that that's me i'm a lifer you know how's the members of uh sanguisigabog that's it right you yep. know by the way real quick before i jump into this i went to go pee because i had to go pee really bad i have a big uh alexa speaker that was all i don't want to say it right now i was all like a word play sanguisigabog and it's all all right playing <laughs> it started playing and so i was like i said it correct where the alexa speaker was like hey you said it correct this is started playing like your guys's music and i saw in and the I was chat all, like, earlier yeah. while i was peeing i was like fuck yeah and then i was like stop because i have to leave in a second <laughs> <laughs> i saw a chat in the earlier uh, in the chat earlier we forgot to ask you in the beginning so everybody has been waiting this whole episode uh, i think I, I remember i did enough research that to hear the definition yeah that's not the first time that's been asked oh, it's in the happened chat. In my we're addressing it now though thanks ian for reminding me what does the name mean i think i i know but i want to hear no, it. Wanna, oh, no i want to hear say. you first i want to hear anthony you first okay so <laughs> this is how much dive i did on it and De devon i've found some bullshit that's sanguisuga means leech right 
in Latin. Mm-hmm. And then Bog is uh, one of the founding members' last name. Yep. And I forget where that comes from, but in that, uh, it means toilet. <laughs> or so, at, yeah, am I right? Okay, so you you are you are partially partially right. Okay, it's um, not leech toilet. It, <laughs> Technically, technically not. You know, the way I explain it is it has uh, it has a bunch of different meanings. But mm. uh, Cameron, you know, themselves told me um, the meaning of it, and it's uh, so. So the story goes: Cameron had this persona when they played in a, a black metal band called Navium. Their name was Sangwasuga Boggs. And uh, dropped the S and ran with it with the band name because it was just so, like, unpronounceable, so crazy and far out of left field that we all thought it was cool. I would and, more accept it. I mean, not accept it, but expect it in the black metal, like, underground, like a band yeah. called Singwasuga Bog. That sounds way more black metal to me. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, uh why Cameron used it as like a black metal persona was because Sangwasuga is Latin for leech or a blood or just literally blood sucker. Yeah. And then bog without the S is an older Slavic term uh, for a divine being or a God. Okay, so that's where I. <laughs> oh damn, you can go a and lot I, of avenues. I didn't try to make it humorous, but that's what I found on Google. I was, I was finding the, trying to find the definition, you yeah. know, and that's what Google gave me. <laughs> so it, yeah, it, it translates to like a, a god that sucks, sucks blood. Little, and sick, dude. That sounds yeah. way cooler now. <laughs> do you guys do you ever think about like naming your man like Jeff Bezos instead or something? Or <laughs> basically, yeah. Again. Jeff Bezos uh, is a single single bog dude. <laughs> He's a single single bog dude, sucking uh, all the life yeah. force out of all of us. With <laughs> no, that's I, that's the first person. Two I day shipping. Of. It's not the not the funniest one I could come up with, but uh, yeah, that's cool to like. So, who was that? Were you in the room when that was pitched? That name. So, um, the black metal band already had it. And I then... mean, kind of oh, right. like some of the stuff was already like demoed out and I got to, I got to listen to it. Like first hand, I was one of the first people to, to check it out. Cause like, you know, I, I was in a few bands, I was booking shows around town. So, you know, Cam- Cameron knew I was like the death metal guy and and wanted me to check it out and see if uh, I could fit it somewhere, you know, as far as like booking shows and and whatnot. And I was just like, "Look, dude, this is sick. Like, what do you? What's your idea about this? You know, like, what do you? Mm-hmm. What do you? What are you going for? What's and, your goal? Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, Cameron told me that they wanted to do like a two piece with a pitch shifter." They wanted to dress up as frogs, like a bunch, <laughs> a bunch of stuff. And I put it, you know, I put it in his ear, and I was like, "Hey, like, if you don't like that idea and you want 
a front man like i will i will make time for this i I really like it yeah and uh the rest is history i I mean i recorded we did the ep in one day and i didn't have any lyrics like cameron told me like oh yeah there's lyrics he's like i'll I'll go through them with you and i'm like all right cool find out there's nothing (laughs) but but stuff here and there and i had to kind of piece it together for like one song yeah but uh most of it was like i like doing this but off the top of the dome like freestyle hell yeah and, that's awesome so yeah the the EP, so when you listen when you listen to it do you remember certain lines and giggle to yourself because nobody else knows what you said except for you yeah there's one in uh <laughs> turkish blood <laughs> i think it's like track track two off the ep mm-hmm. <clears throat> I say, bathe in her cheeks. Actually, I like back it. it, dude. Yeah, I, like it. <laughs> I mean, taking a bath. In her- if you're bathing in her cheeks, she's bathing too. So it's yeah. not like you're rummaging around in a dumpster or anything like that. <laughs> so I remember actually, so we were, you know, a bunch of my friends watching you guys at PsychoFest, and you gave a speech, and that whole performance sticks with me. That was a very interesting performance because I was like, "Who's this band?" Like, you know, I was there for a few other bands and stuff, and was like, uh, you know, like Merciful Fate was playing and stuff like that, and I was like, <laughs> "Of course, I'm gonna, you know, go see these bands." And it's like, and, and uh, my roommate was playing. His band played Worship, played the very beginning of the of the festival. But um, like you said, you you gave the speech about how much you've been touring. I remember like I was drunk, like with like listening with me and me and uh Chris BD were sitting there and we're like listening to how much you've been touring, and it was like so extreme. <laughs> like how how many shows you were saying? Like I was like, what the fuck? Like it was it was bananas. The like the story you were telling, it was absolutely bananas. Of so is that kind of been like just your guys is kind of like I mean, speaking of another band back in the day, animosity same kind of thing they, they were tour. they were one of those bands that was just like we just hit the road constantly that's all we do we just hit the road hit the road hit the road and that's it's one of those bands that exploded <clears throat> because of that it was kind of you know they got the opportunity and then they went and did it so um talk about like your guys's touring schedule like at least <clears throat> along that year oh yeah so when uh I mean, when this band started taking off and the first ever tour we did, like I, I, I booked all the shows and, um, I saw the potential that we had, like from the very, really from the very beginning mm-hmm. and especially in our hometown, like we would announce a show and then all of a sudden, like people are there, uh, like hundreds and hundreds of people. <clears throat> I mean, we had to like turn people away. I was like, this is so, this is so sick, man. Like I'm willing to do, you know, what, whatever it takes. And, you know, uh, Cameron, Cameron was lucky because I didn't even know until after they left the band, but Cameron didn't have to work a day in their life. Like they, they had a parent that was a millionaire. So he was Mm -hmm. a trust punk. And, uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> but you know, me, me on the other hand, like Cody, you know, Cody lived with his mom and, uh, our bass player was, uh, was a gardener. So, and, um, you know, but me, like I, I was doing construction. Like I did, uh, concrete sealing, like epoxy and stuff. I would do like pool decks and, um, that would work my like dick in the dirt, get all the hours that I can within a few weeks. And then tell, tell my foreman like, Hey, I'm going to take a couple days off and do this or do that. And when we started touring, I was just like, man, this is so much fun. This is everything I've wanted. I'll curate to whatever I can to make sure that I can keep doing this. Mm -hmm. And we toured like three times, you know, from late 2019 up until like lockdowns and everything started early 2020. I missed it so much. And like, we didn't know, you know, we didn't know what was in store. Like if, uh, you know, when, when we first heard about COVID, it's like, Oh, it'll be over in a couple weeks months of this. And then whatever, you know, back then it was just bat memes, you know? So, (laughs) and, and, uh, I missed it, man. So when we got the opportunity to tour, we rarely said no. You know, we made sure that it, we were like, this was so easily taken away from us that we're going to do this until the wheels fall off, until we can't do it anymore. I and, think that there's there's a few examples of that, dude. Quite a few, really, where either people were starting to gain speed right before the pandemic hit and then they're left in this purgatory realm for a while until they can pull themselves out of as soon as and and they see the light at the end of the tunnel finally like yeah february 2020 they're like fuck you boss i'm gonna go fucking do and then all of a sudden like yeah i've heard a lot of those stories so right and then it all crumbles and then they're just waiting for that opportunity and as soon as as it arises you take that and everybody hit the ground running after oh yeah you know and and i i love that i i you could probably see an episode or two during the pandemic where i had said there's going to be some great art and shit that's going to come out of this because everybody's going to have more time at home to to curate that art plus and be gonna more be pissed like they need to, they yeah. need to get it out exactly like, dude yeah, yeah, yeah and and i think that you guys are definitely one of those those examples that i think that people were waiting for new and and like i was saying in the beginning with the nostalgia in there you guys the way you, you guys chose to produce those records it it truly does kind of give it a little more vintage feel you know what i'm saying yeah i mean it was uh it was all tracked in our practice spot so and so uh, that's actually where I wanted to ask this question earlier was, um, so all that stuff, you guys write it together in one room? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I feel that that's in there, dude. <coughs> I truly There's a video that. of you guys on YouTube or something. It's like, it's like a live, it's like a live tracked album or a song or something mm-hmm. like all yeah. live tracked. That's where we do our drums. Um, it's not. It's not even there anymore. It's a. Uh, it was called Encore Studios out in 
Dayton, Ohio. And, um, yeah, we did, uh, we did, that was like our debut of like our new lineup after COVID. Like this is, this is who we are now. And, uh, yeah, everything, uh, everything was live, like off the cut and it was, um, yeah, it was cool, man. It was like from, from there on, it was like, there was an expectation of like, what's the, you know, what's the follow-up record going to sound like? And, you know, we dropped, uh, we dropped our second full length last year, homicidal ecstasy. And mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, it's probably out of, out of anything I've ever like been a part of, man, it's, it's my most proudest I've ever been in, been of, yeah. of a record. And, we didn't even have like, I, I like to think that we had like plenty of time to curate it, but in the grand scheme of things, like w- with our touring schedule and everything, like we really didn't. And we, we wrote a lot of those songs like on the road with like uh mini, like boss, like combo amps and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boss Katana amps. And, you know, we would tap like drum patterns, um, like on a, you know, on a practice pad, pad. and yeah, yo, this is how I'm gonna play drums to it. This, this riff goes here, and then, you know, we would go home from tour and be like, okay, let's demo this out. And so, do you think that the reason why you're so proud of it is because you know that it started the the stems of those songs started like that, and then you hear it in its final form and you just are yeah proud of bringing it from those seeds to that thing yeah yeah Yeah. i mean i'm proud that we were able to write it together and it's also like a homage of like everything that we like and we all everyone in the band had a hand in it and 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 some kind of way it wasn't just a a one-man show uh with any song and that um that's what was sick. And, and I got to, you know, cause when, when Cameron was in the band, uh, Cameron like really limited, uh, my, my artistic vision. Like I, there were songs where, and certain topics, like I wanted to like bring out like with the band and they, they would just shut it down. Like any yeah. chance they got. So with this, it was like, as a, as a kind of like a, a fuck you, like I'm going to write whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I got to, I got, I, I got to do just that with this record and it made, it made every song like feel way more personable and real. Mm-hmm. And that's why, that's why I love it so much. I mean, it's still, I haven't listened to it maybe in a few months, but you know, every time I do like go back and revisit it, I'm like, man, we did something really fucking cool, especially for that year. You know, like that same year, like. You know, uh, Dying Fetus drops a record. Cannibal Corpse drops a record. Right. Suffocation drops a record that November of that year. And it's like, is this going to be so quick to just kind of like sweep under? And I'm like, nah, man, it, it, it kind of even because I'm, I'm, I'm so picky about shit. I never like my own stuff, but none I'm of so- us. Re- I mean, we always are going to nitpick our shit, dude. But to, yeah. what you're, how you're explaining this to me, that's all we would really want. Dude, exactly. is, is to look at something that we put out months later and still have that feeling of yeah the whole oh, yeah dude we did it we did something with this one you know yeah. 
Yeah. And we're, I and I think it's it. I think it's definitely, you know, a good uh good building ground for what the next record's gonna be. And I'm I'm geeked, man. Like we're actually we're talking about it. We'll see, you know, if an offer comes like on our table that we obviously can't reduce, but we are going to make, make it like prioritize like time off so we could spend more time together and write the record. Um, you know, in, in Ohio, we're, we're very lucky to have like a lot of like hiking grounds and like state parks and like log cabins. We're, um, we we put aside a, some money to rent out a cabin like early next year and write a record together in a cabin. Nice. That's smart. That's the like old rush vacation. Move. Get get relaxed <laughs> and just yep. chill out together. Get get zen as you possibly can and make a fucking okay. sixty nine porno <laughs> record. <laughs> <laughs> there is a question though that I've failed to ask until now but it was the very first thing you know when i was told by like chris b like be here this time and we gotta see this band blah blah come meet us blah blah and i went up there um so i noticed you know um the bass amp or the bass amps are just cabinets and no guitars or no bass guitars only guitars and um one i I was uh, curious to to know if do you know how what how they run how do they put their guitar directly into a bass cab and like an a b switch that goes into a guitar cab too or do they that was like the the main thing when i first saw them like i think they're a being into a bass cab and a guitar cab and i was like i've never seen that done and it's like got a nasty sound and i've never heard that before and i'm like why hasn't anyone done this before that was the first two thoughts i had but um that, that's basically the first thing because i'm like a gear dork was sure. like looking i'm like are they playing through guitar and bass gear at the same time yeah yeah so that's that's exactly what we're doing like it um <laughs> when when the cars are playing the bass is playing too through the bass cab so we have a we have a bass cab and a bass head on uh both sides we use an aby switch on both guitars through the bass bass rigs as well and then when we flip it to just bass, we also have a pitch fork pitch shifter, nice. which also pitch shifts the guitar tone. So the bass tone's really fucking fat. And uh, yeah, um, the reason why we do it is because, you know, when, when, when Cedric uh, joined the band, they were playing, they were playing bass. And when, when Cameron left, it only made sense to move said to guitar for us because said already was familiar with the material and we brought in drew as a as a bass player and but we knew drew wouldn't be wouldn't feel as fulfilled as just playing bass because he's primarily a guitar player mm-hmm. so on our second tour but our first supporting tour we, we toured with uh nile and incantation that's when we brought out the guitars and bass rigs like on both sides of the stage and and give it a swing and and see if we liked it and the tone that came out of it was just so cool it's just so nasty 
Yeah, just just like a punch to the gut. Yeah. And, and uh, we decided to like run with it and like make it like our, our signature thing. You know, I mean, there's been bands that have done stuff like sort of to that degree, like um, Agoraphobic Nosebleed and mm-hmm. yeah. Pig Destroyer. Totally. But not on, not with two guitars. And I think, I think like doing it with two guitars makes it sound way more fuller. I agree. Where you can get away with it. Yeah. And, and you know, we, we even did the same thing on our record. We tracked it they, they, exactly like we would have lived. So that's awesome, man. That's, it that's it was almost like yeah. a, sh- like when I first saw it, I was like, this is a shtick. <laughs> you, know, you know, this is like a little, like a little move they're doing or something. And like, I was listening to the songs and I was like, fuck this actually works really well <laughs> and because like because like, like i've never seen that before like in a live presence especially at fucking psycho fest with you know all these people there and i was like i'm like damn there's a band that's like using their guitars and they're running through a guitar amp and a bass amp at the same time and yeah. it had this like nasty like like gr- it was just that's the gross ignorant nasty those, those are it's, all the the things that come to mind it's punk like, and it's, it's like, grind yeah in, yeah it's like injected that. into brutal death metal okay. yeah i was like completely like that's not gonna work and then well it's working amazingly and like me and like chris still are but like i said in the beginning of the episode like our faces were like what the fuck that was nasty dude that's, that's just a gross nasty band dude like that's you know and i understand why and you guys are fully deserved of everything I've seen. You guys like, you know, you guys got signed into Century Media, right? Or, or some, some, yep. some, yeah. You got, I mean, fucking fully deserved, man. It's just, it's you guys came up with your own angle on something. You guys weren't just doing, we're going to do this, the same band stuff, but like a little, our little different, our style. It's like, no, you did it completely your style, like with the old school death metal in it, but it's still like the sound in the, the presentation is completely you guys and that's why i was like that's why that's why you're even the logo i can't even that's like <laughs> yeah i love the logo <laughs> i love it how uh anti death metal logo it is because it's saying it's just a parody on how you can't read death metal logos you're like i love oh. how it melts down and just it's so like yeah we're trying now we're giving up yeah <laughs> <not> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that that's that was something that you know we talked about early on. Like it need, it needed to be an eyesore, you know. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks, man. You know, like it, it, it. I never I never really thought about it like that, like a, as being like its own thing or or unique. You know, we just went with it because we just wanted to make you know our guitar players happy and uh yeah it's been uh it's been sick i like that it's like a staple of our sound and i like that we you know we tune really low like the, our latest record like ha- half the songs are in drop g and then the other songs are in f standard so i'm like yeah yeah you know we try to it's not like we try to push the envelope we just we're just ignorant you know when it comes to like our approach of like writing music and everything it sucks i hate the word that the word ignorant that comes up because for me it was such a like it's the first time in my life that me and chris Beatty, like one of my favorite guitar players we were like 
ignorant was like a fucking that was like a compliment because it was it was ignorant in a way because we all like death metal we like you know like a, a style of music that can be perceived as ignorant no matter what it's technical or not technical or not for sure um but that that style we walk like ignorant we were saying it as like a like a fucking chef's kiss like we were going like that was fucking ignorant that was sick as fuck dude that like got me like fucking caveman like it got this like this feeling out of me that i haven't had in a long time of just like um it, the, the 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 monkey brain it was got my monkey brain going it wasn't getting like my my uh so what's what riffs are they playing what's going on here what's going you know it's like it got like just it just my mammal brain just got fucking yeah. you know attacked yeah exactly it's it was it was perfect i was like I, I actually i would say that like you guys are probably like my favorite band of psycho fest oh sick man fuck yeah like, honestly Hell like yeah. like you oughta played uh merciful fate played all these bands but like there was something like really cool about like meeting my buddies up in like 11 a.m and going up to that room one room up in whatever uh was at the resorts hotel the the new hotel in vegas yep. and uh and just sure. going up to this, like super nice place like getting up there and just like walking up and grabbing a tall can and just going up there and just like like in the morning and just being like oh this is fucking amazing this is like this is like a, something i'll never forget it's in it and it's on my i have a on my instagram story like i have you guys a bunch on on that little trip because i did like a little compilation real thing just to like get all the videos out as one video and not like share a bunch of videos you know and um that like that was the best introduction to that that show i was like oh here yeah. we go here's psycho fest again <laughs> yeah we were we were worried because like you know we we hear you're like oh yeah you're gonna play at a at 11 a.m and i'm like oh sick right. yep everyone's all hung over and not wanting to get out of bed and we we start loading our our shit and from a bell cop bell hop cart mm -hmm. and we're walking past these lines and we're like holy shit there's like, oh the line was insane to get in it was there's, insane there's a ton of people and like people yeah. were telling us like yo we're stoked to see you and we're like for real you know <laughs> like all right you know and then as we get on we just see the room just grow more and more in attendance and I, it, when i when i see shit like that man I eat it up, man. It, ma it makes me, you know, depending on the size of the room, if it's filled, I feel like I'm like Pantera in Moscow, like Monsters of Rock. Yeah. Like, yeah. Domination I'm or something. Jump up and down, you know. So. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. And I think that when I was, we were talking about earlier, the artist wanting to get out of the pandemic and do shit, the, the audience member wanted to get out of the pandemic and do shit oh too, yeah you know and i think that that's still like that energy still alive it, 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 like it reach we got the recharge of a battery that now everybody when they go to a live thing it doesn't matter if it's music or not every, everybody's putting they, they really want to be there you know of course it's like Oh shit! We're doing something out live again. We're watching a performer. We're watching art. We're watching music, watching a film. Like going to the theater. Actually, even though there was a couple times during the pandemic, I had a, I had some friends that it was actually cheap as shit to rent a small theater out to watch a list. They give you a list of movies. It's like ninety bucks for the theater for one movie. 
you know, you could have that situation during the pandemic or whatever, but just getting back out and going to the movies, just getting out and doing things, you know, and I know we're past that. Why? I don't know why we keep going back to, I guess it was just a theme that we were having tonight talking about what we were doing. I guess that's always going to be a conversation. Right? Oh, Devin's all like sick, dude. I am in East Coast time. This all right. Sick. I know. <laughs> we had to. You're cool. You're cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. 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 I, I I look at I look at people's faces. You know you you know this. I look at people's faces faces. Me like, ah, oh, dude, they're tired. Dude, we should. Have it up. No. Yeah, let's do twenty more minutes. Twenty more minutes. I'm well rested. All right, but yeah, it's I, I think it goes both ways. We all just want to get out and interact, and we're gonna put well, more effort. Like going out and to see ca- Cannibal and Gore Guts at the Warfield for me was a big thing. I put all into that. I didn't go and pit or anything, but. I was you have like damn, nine kids, so was, like for you to get away from that. It was twelve yeah. earlier. Where'd I lose where'd the other three go, dude? <laughs> it goes down and down. Oh wait, no, I think you said seventeen actually. Yeah. yeah the, what was it? Uh cannibal gorguts, blood and yeah, cannibal. Yeah, dude. I got I got to see it with uh my fiance in in Kentucky. Like when uh, our our last headliner um, we played in Nashville, and that's where Rob Barrett lives now. And do we, me and Cody, our drummer, like hung out with him for like six hours after after our set. That's and awesome. he, that that dude hangs, and yeah. he's so, yeah, he's so cool. And uh, he he told like we we were arm wrestling, and he was <laughs> like, he's like, if you beat me, he's like, I'll guest list you to on our mayhem tour, whatever show you want. And I was like, okay. <laughs> you're like with your huge biceps like fine yeah. <laughs> take you up on that it's fucking arm wrestling popeye over here dude i ended up uh ended up facebook messaging him like two days before the show he was like yeah man i got you and i was like sick we made made the trek over there which is like, like three hours but well well worth it man great great uh great show oh look at that that's Dave Colross's son. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the man, dude. He's, 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 we're, we're, we're trying to get an episode me. together, and we're, I don't care if about I haven't hit him up away. in a while, but now he's in here. Right. He's listening to us talk about him it and his right dad. Now, dude. We're going to have him and his dad come on together. Because I think that would be sick. That's love like to have so that cool. father son uh, episode, dude. That would be a cool one. Yeah, That's for sure. A sick man. If, there, if there's anything, you know, if there's any area of death metal that, I love man. It's it's the shit from the northeast. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and, and that's something I, I I got to like put in his ear like the la- the last time I saw him. And uh, yeah, man, he's he's really cool. I was just like, dude, to just be talking to you, me being such a huge fan of your dad's, like like I, you know, like I told you guys, like Dave Colross is like him and Pete Sandoval. Yeah, my favorite drummers in the in the entire genre. And uh, the, the the shit that that Dave would do playing Mike Smith stuff, but add his like flares and everything there, like so sick. If you so, would have, if you would jump in a time machine right now and take me back to me being a teenager listening to Malevolent or Bleeding Profusely or Hate or, Plow or Despise hate the Plow. Sun or yeah. Hate Plow, all these fantastic, fantastic examples of how talented that dude is and then 
fast forward or no go back and tell me oh dude you're gonna be doing this thing called a podcast and uh <laughs> his son's a gonna podcast. be in the chat right now <laughs> <laughs> and it, and it would be totally <laughs> weird dude it'd be fucking weird as shit i i would look at me like a crazy person you need to have uh, Ian tell some stories, dude, about, about your dad. Um, <laughs> Cole Ross Jr. <laughs> That's yeah, cool. I, I, I think about that all the time, man. I'm like, you know, I'm still, I, I'm, I'm still that that kid that just geeked out mm. about death metal and the musicians, and be like, man, they were able to do this with that band and on this record and and just think that they were the coolest people mm-hmm. ever. And, that's and one and, aspect that's really important, dude. Oh yeah. And I'm, and I'm still, the... still that way to, you know, if, if you were to go back in time and tell me like, yo, like these are bands that you are going to tour with. These are bands that are going to like, think you're the shit, you know, like when the last, the last day of our European tour, like, yeah, I got Terrence every morning, dude. Terrence would check in on me and be like, "You, you good, man?" He's like, "You need anything? You need a drink? You need a beer?" My Terrence is eight in the morning. I need a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, dude, like, you know, he was so fucking cool. And, and at the the last day of tour, like, he's like, "Yo, I want to propose a toast." He was like, "I just want to say, this Europe tour was a was a same with Sugabog tour. Like, we got the numbers, we got you know the clicks from like when." people got to the venue to when they, how long they stayed the merch numbers and all that. And he was like, we're thankful that you guys said yes to this dude. It, it like, it, it brought, it brought tears to my eyes. I was like, no, it's like, it's like your old man saying like, yo, you did it. And I'm like, yeah, dude. Do you want to know when I thought I had a problem with drinking was, uh, when I, uh, when Terrence (laughs) came up to me, I think, uh, I had, you know, not been touring for three or four years or something. And then, and Terrence came up to me and he's like, come out, hang out, let's party, blah, blah. Yeah. And, uh, I was, I just moved to Sacramento at the time in like 2012 or something. And he was like, dude, you were the craziest fucking party you've ever been with. <laughs> and I was like, sick dude, you've been touring for like 90 years and I'm the craziest. So maybe I should maybe <laughs> bump the brakes on my life. But, uh, <laughs> just like, like, uh, but yeah, no, those guys, for Ter- Terrence, like I just ran to, we ran to him kind of recently, and like, dude, it's fucking the same guy from same guy twelve years ago, oh, yeah. and like, you know, I did three or four tours with him, and he was he was always the most he's he's a he's a hype man, and he is the man at the same time, like he's hype he is the guy at the same time, but he's also the hype man for everyone's like a uh, uh, happiness on on tour he's always like what's up dude how's it going blah, blah blah he's always like hooking you up or like come on let's go fucking hang out and blah blah you know and you're just like what the fuck like your your brain like so many like probably like, like 200 times knowing that guy or hanging out with that guy where it's like terrence is inviting me to go do this thing or go Got hang it. out with him yeah i'm like dude <laughs> like, I'll, I'll put it i'll put it this way whatever he wanted me to do yeah i, I didn't know <laughs> So we'll... I mean, not sexual though, not sexual, right? <laughs> Wait, I tried. <laughs> I mean, if if he asked me, I might have to, you know, for death metal, I gotta do it. But you know, like... one of the first things I said to him was like, "Yo, I was like, you need a bodyguard, bro. I'll die for you, <laughs> dude." You know, and, and 
what's cool is like even if i was like i needed sleep like he sent uh he sent like two dudes from the opening band to come up to my bunk and be like devin devin i was like what's up they're like terrence wants you to come to, come down in the loft <laughs> and like he wants to hang out and i'm like <laughs> let me get a shirt on and i was like i'm down yeah yeah it's like I, i'm tired but whatever i'll figure yeah. it out <laughs> i think that the percentage in our little scene or whatever is higher for some real friendships and relationships to happen yeah. on tour i think that outside and other genres of music maybe that doesn't happen as much i want to feel that i think the reason why this thing keeps moving and evolving is because it's like it's some real shit you yeah know? you know it's it's your own it's your own click dude like yeah i feel like i feel like everyone gets into the music you know for the same reason dude like it, it, it's aggressive and we have we have these feelings where we need to let like that sort of thing out of us and you know we all make the same face when we hear a fucking riff it's it's yeah. like melt a piece of shit just like, <laughs> you know and yeah yeah we're we're all in it especially when you're on tour and you're doing the road together and you know it, it's there there is a certain kind of bond that's just unspeakable man you you can't sure. can't put a finger on it and i never expected that a band that i grew up just idolizing you know i never thought would also be like some of my best fucking friends and and charlie their you know their guitar player he was like he was like yo he was like i saw you post something about like this is one for the scrapbook or one for the memory book and i'm like like yeah, man, I'll never, I'll never forget this story, you know. And he was like, "That's that's what it's all about, man." He was like, "I want to make sure you have you have these memories." And Whatever money you got from it's gonna come and go, dude. But those memories are gonna be with you for you know. But the only ever. thing is, I have an I have an argument against that because I've partied so hard with so many people that I don't have any memories. What's that your I argument remember? then? Your arguments <laughs> against yourself then, asshole. You erase those memories with chemicals. What? Oh, because Terrence said I had to drink the bottle and I drank the bottle. <laughs> but uh no, I mean it's it's a lot of so many memories that I'm like like I've had people like remember like when I was touring more regularly, people would be like, What's up, Joel? I mean I I didn't want to be rude because I remember me being a kid and going up to people and like and like like talking to them, they'd be like, uh and, like waffling on it and I'd be like, Shit. Well, I'm annoying now, and I'll be like all embarrassed and stuff. So I'm like, "Yeah, totally, dude. What's up, dude?" They're like, "Joel, remember me?" I'm like, "Yeah, the dude was the best word ever." Like, "Yeah, dude, dude. Yeah, dude. I remember, dude, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I remember that, that time. It's like, dude, we dude. went to the bar and dude. like you got all fucked up, and then like blah blah, and then we went back to my house. I'm like, I have no idea. Like, you might be making this up. I've you could just right. tell me whatever story you're telling me right now. And I'm like, I'm just like, oh fuck yeah, yeah, that was I've been insane. I've been pretty good at remembering faces. Yeah, yeah. But then, but then you'll meet somebody that like looks like a dude that you thought you know. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be like, I'm like, dude, you were you were at this show, right? And they're like, I've never seen you guys before. And I'm like, ah, well, oops, got a twin out there, or um, you got a doppelganger, right? Like, God forbid, <laughs> if, if I do remember a name and I and I say it and I'm like question mark and they're like, yeah, that's me. I'm like, holy shit, you remember me? And I'm like. Well, yeah, man. And I was like, for some reason, you're locked in here, dude. I think, 
I think it has to do with ADD. Like your uh, yeah, oh yeah, I'm terrible. I have terrible ADD. Your long term memory, like somehow you're able to like put it in there, but your short term is like hit or miss. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, if uh, if I talk to people online, somehow like I'll draw, I'll draw it and be like, yo, you're this guy, and be like, yeah. So, but uh, but no, yeah, like if you can't remember it, hopefully you did something embarrassing enough that someone took a video of it <laughs> and then you can't remember you can at least relive it because that that happened a lot on on this last <laughs> but it's, uh, that's, that's, that's that's the thing though it's like if someone like i'm getting to that age i'm almost 40 i'm turning 40 in a few months like five months jeez or yeah five months jesus um quit counting down it's, dude it's it, i know I, i'm july 27th is 29th got an it's extra like, day this year dude leap year. but uh i'm just looking at um just you know short-term memory has always been a thing and long-term memory has been fine you i mean not fine but like i don't know I, there's memory has always been a thing with me so for me now i don't really know what happened so i kind of i have even if i have a memory of it I'll have like nine people going, no, that's not what happened. That's not. And so, uh, and I'm like, shit. So like people will be like, dude, you did this and that. And I'm like, uh, sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, like, I won't say no, it didn't happen now. I'm just kind of like, cause I've been proven wrong so many times where I'm like, no, hundred percent that didn't happen. And they're like, no dude, you're just like, oh, here, I found the video. You did that. I'm like, shit. Memory is uh, weird enough to where if you tell it, <laughs> if you teach yourself a certain narrative, um, your memory is just the memory of the last time you told the story. So if you change the story, that's how you're going to remember that it. could actually be rewritten into the story. The next time you tell the story and Crazy. you'll start to actually believe the shit that you've added. I so just do. Yeah, maybe I don't do like a belief. <laughs> I, I do a, yeah, maybe I do what like, you, what were you saying, Devin? Yeah, Devin, go for it. Basically gaslighting yourself and yourself. <laughs> It is, dude. Not only, not only do the voices you hear are real, but they're telling you the truth. <laughs> that's Fuck, dude, I like that. That's we a good. Are. That's a good. That's a good uh, fucking song. Like I don't know. Like it's like the voices telling you, like yeah, yeah, maybe, no, maybe, no, like like convincing someone that they like through manipulation that they did something they didn't do. Just like fuck, dude. Maybe I did that. I don't know. It's- well, it's no different oh. than comedy, just changing the story a little bit to make it sound cooler and better for the person that's listening to it, too. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly, exactly. You could end up being a Burt Kreischer where you end up telling the story and fucking believe it in your own life's like, that never fucking happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he, you know, if he told the machine story on a polygraph test, like, because he did, oh. like, he believes the way he told it. Is that you that's know, how it happened? For it to be true like that, <laughs> yeah, I don't. He is way too popular for compared to the other fucking comics that are like murderers. Like yeah. he is way too popular. Like he's not. He's the Dane Cook of our era uh, as far as like the blip kind of. He is not no, that funny as a blip, comedian. But... He's probably one of the worst comedians out. He's there's funny a lot on of, podcasts. There's a lot of people that uh, deserve where they're at right now, man. Oh, dude, totally. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm at, dude. It's it's cool that you guys are big like comic heads too, because uh, totally. In in April, like right before I leave for tour, I'm seeing Ari 
Shafir. Yeah, oh, I just dude. saw him a couple of uh, about three or four months ago at the improv. It's fucking. Oh, amazing. really? Yeah. Jew is brilliant, dude. Oh, Jew's one of my favorite fucking. It literally is. It, it's the quickest ninety minutes I've ever sat through a comedy. Podcast. I showed it to my parents. The stand-up uh, special. Excuse me. I'm seeing, me, me and Anthony are seeing uh, Shane Gillis in about less than in about two weeks. Yeah, we're seeing Shane love... Gillis. Yeah, yeah, I'm dude. A... We we like um, to giggle, dude. A buddy, a buddy of my mind. A buddy of mine, he just uh, he just did his Netflix. He just filmed a Netflix special, and oh, shit. he's on a he's on a come up. Uh, Ian Finance. Oh no, shit, dude, dude, what the Ian fuck? is amazing, bro. He's, great. he's your homie. Oh yeah. What? Holy shit! Okay, I know exactly I that guy. No doubt, love every. He's like a fat I'm... Ari. No, he's <laughs> he's definitely not. I mean, the way he Ari. looks. Sorry. No, he is not, dude. He's fit, dude. He's pretty fit, yeah. Yeah, he's all I tatted think you're thinking up. Of a different let me dude, just, dude. Let me look him up. Yeah, Ian Fidens. And Stav, Stav is amazing as well. No, it's a fat Ari. I'm, I just looked it up. Ian Fidens. <laughs> hold on, hold on. He lifts weights. He I mean, not 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 because of the the you know the. <laughs> he the have... I think leading with the word fat. The Ari hairline, kind of. I don't. I think leading with the word fat. Well, no, is the wrong, fat dude. was probably what threw you guys off. Yeah, yeah. here it is. He's right not here. fat. <laughs> That's he's wearing him. a hoodie right there. But if you that micro that looks, uh, is microdose, that not a fat Ari? Microdose, click the microdose one. That's actually hilarious. I sent that gonna... to you. you. Oh, you did, didn't you? It's okay, crazy. TikTok. It's I have to log into. Are we really not doing? I'm just saying. I can't do. If you can't pull that, up, I was just saying, pull it up so you can see that he's definitely not fat, but he's hilarious. But he dude. looks, he's a thick Ari, a thick, not thick. fat. Sorry, we'll he's there. done. Uh, I'm uh, fat Joel, so stand up I on just, the spot. when people are thicker than not thin, then I, I call it fat. His, for... his Jeremiah, uh, walking stand up on the spot is hilarious, yep. dude, where they just throw topics at him and oh, he's just rapid that. fire yeah, about yeah. it, dude. His, uh, his kill tony spots yeah. are all great yeah dr phil man the adam ray dr phil is so good crushing dude. right now <laughs> like that's... i love it dude. yeah it's amazing oh man is when when ray like started it it really wasn't that funny to yeah like, yeah but now it's like okay he's cutting out I got Devin, you're cutting out. You're cutting out. Trying to wait for you to come back, but it never happened, dude. <laughs> it's the it's the classic Cali Death frozen face, dude. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're creeping on three hours just... right now, but Oh, are we losing him? Shit, I have to... Oh, no, he's there back. He is, there he is. He's, back. he's back. He's back. I have to piss, like, so bad. But Go I'll it. watch it. it later. So please say it again, because you were frozen the whole time. No, I um, I did uh, I did open mics and uh, would do stand-up here and there. No shit, dude. When did, how long... Uh, so when did that come along? What age did you start doing that? Oh, shit. Um, from 22 to... How old was I in 2018? 20 to, from 22 to 25, I was doing okay. it. Okay. So, what is, is it music that kind of 
pulled you away from that? Do you still write jokes? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it just kind of came hand in hand with banter. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So like, like in between songs, I would, I would do bits and jokes. Like when we were in the UK, I used to, uh, I would, I would sneak jokes in there. Like I, I said, um, I was like, you know, in the UK, I was like, your guys's health insurance is way more affordable than ours in the U S I was like, so affordable that we just came back from our dick, uh, dick enlargement surgery so then i would be like you know just like our dicks this next song's a knee slapper <laughs> and then oh, yeah. uh, when we would play our last song of the night if we were in the uk i was like the song goes out to the queen the song's called dead as shit oh fuck yeah <laughs> dude see that the banter in the middle is what it's all about dude like mm-hmm. uh corpse grinder's funny he's he he makes me giggle <laughs> there's but th- yeah I, either way, dude, like bands could not say shit in between songs too, and I'll still enjoy their music if their music's oh, yeah. the shit, you know. But having the banter in the between songs is definitely a plus, you know. Oh, yeah. and then, it adds to the energy of the whole night. And having the ba- having the comedy like appreciation and dude, I tried to write jokes too. Like Kill Tony influenced me to try and write a minute, oh, yeah. you know came to san francisco i didn't make it in time to sign up but i wanted to do it i wanted to see if i could do it and so yeah that that i think that especially as a vocalist too you you i'm probably you probably enjoy writing your own lyrics right oh big time and and um i like to i, I like to write as well and and other ways to write words you, you get tired of writing certain ways or whatever and oh I, I enjoy funny stuff let's see if i could structure something Fuck that would know. make somebody laugh you know and didn't really do it well but who are uh some of your guys's favorite comics it's lucy cage shane gillis bill burr uh, <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> those yeah. are my top three probably right now and i, I think that. i think about that like like i don't like top lists anymore i feel like people do top tens and fives yeah i always think about like louis ck is my number one always and then and then it goes shane gillis has taken that spot in the last two years i would say that i listen to the the matt and shane secret podcast i like patreon like i'm like dude it's so good they're so funny i'm like i'll listen to it just I can't listen to it because I, I have like a really bad tinnitus and it's like ringing. I'm like deaf in one ear and it's like ringing really bad. So I mm-hmm. listen to stuff when I go to bed and oh. I can't listen to that one. Like, because I'm like, You're I'll just be like, I'll start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, dude, I got to listen to some like fucked up. I listen to a lot of, I do listen to a lot of crime weird shit. But I know it's like supposedly a female dominated uh, genre yeah. of, of, but like, dude, crime shit makes me go to bed easy. I'm just like, thanks at all. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I love oh, yeah. Legion. Fuck yeah, Legion is. Oh, but yeah. I, I was just gonna piggyback the Matt and Shane real quick. Like when I listen to those dudes, that's the most like hanging with bros. the bros feel yeah. I get from a pod. Yeah, they like finish each other's sentences. So they'll say one word and then they'll riff off the word forever. Like oh. the, like the other day, they're talking about the Geezies. Like, <laughs> like, like they're talking about like uh, Biden and Trump, and they're like, "Oh, these Geezies, dude, you know, they're fucking." 
like we gotta trade these we gotta trade in these geezies for something else <laughs> like and i was just driving like trying not to like laugh like so hard that i wouldn't be able to drive well because like, i was like they, they literally get me to the point where i'm like i mean i love your mom's house and i love i've listened to your mom's house for 10 over 10 years now um yeah that's oh, overproduced oh. i mean not overproduced but mass like i mean not mass one of my bad friends bad friends polished with, uh, ver- Pol- those that's all polished but matt and shane's no there's no intro. that's why i love we, it we even have an intro they just like we're fucking talking now wild wild that's yeah. how it starts no they have an intro my like all time like i i can't like put them in like a list or categories but yeah <laughs> you know if we talk about like from the time i got into comedy like pretty heavy growing up getting into it <clears throat> i'd say um Dice. Oh, yeah, I love fun. dice. God damn it, you froze after you said dice. <laughs> I'm so excited to see the rest of your list. <laughs> Look at that. He's all... Oh, there he is. He's back. There he is. Okay. There you go. You, you came back. <laughs> so dice and then what? Uh, dice, David Tell. Uh... David Tell is up there, too, for me. Dude. Norm MacDonald is, like, probably... Yeah. Louis uh, C.K. Obviously, um, Big J. Okerson. I fucking love Big J. Yeah, I love Big J too. <clears throat> and then, yeah, I, I'd say Shane Gillis is, you know, one of one of my one of my favorites right now, man. Every everything he touches on, everything he says is a fucking riot. And the fact that because he's so he, he's so based. You know, like he, he doesn't give a shit. And and, oh. uh, and the only reason he gets away with it is because you know in the back of the, your head, like he's speaking facts. Like, <laughs> I know. You know? <laughs> and, uh, but I mean, dude, he's, everything he says is funny. And then when he laughs at his own bits, it's like, dude, yeah. it's like he's right there next to you sitting. There. Yeah, he's your bro. He's like, yeah. and that's, it's like, it, it feels a little creepy sometimes. I'm like, sitting there la- like laughing my ass off at like him talking with matt uh, and i'm just like I, i'm like like i feel like i'm next to him like yeah totally do oh shit just me <laughs> if you watch the footage of like the earlier ones they're sitting in a living room which is exactly yeah. where you oh would yeah be sitting on a couch well you got he, that kind of shit the canceled thing that's like from they were like super just sitting like you know like before we got snl and stuff and he got canceled from that like yeah. and, it, and I, I made a big deal about the SNL thing. I was like, I'm I got a hotel to watch the SNL thing, and uh, <laughs> no, not 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 that big. But my, it was my my fiance and our, my I, I hated I have hated soccer my whole life, and she recently got me like obsessed with soccer because she's she's like a sick soccer she, player. She's like, sick. She's like oh. a a badass soccer player, and she taught me all the cool shit about soccer. And I'm like, my whole life I've been ripping on soccer my whole life. And now I'm like watching every highlight. I'm like psyched on it. Like I'm like super into it and stuff. And uh, so there was a cool soccer game that was going on in Monterey. And uh, I'm like, dude, okay, soccer games at six. Get back to the hotel room. Eight thirty Saturday Night Live with Shane Gillis, who got fired from fucking SNL doing SNL. I'm like, we have to catch that. And I literally we came back with the pizza. I turned it on. He's all, thank you very much. And started the monologue. It was like perfect timing, oh, and I was dude, like, "You guys yeah, got pizza was too. It was perfect yeah, experience, dude." So good. And he, he's getting shredded by like the super, like you know, like sensitive media. 
yeah, was yeah. going like, no, dude. Oh, because his unfunny intro monologue was just like his fucking the rest of us. I was me and I was howling. Me and Oso were cracking up the whole show. I thought it was fucking hilarious. It was hilarious, dude. I mean, he did kind of uh, set up a joke about his niece the same kind of way he did in his special for his uncle. But no, his, his dad. He started pointing out his old dude. My dad's like a fucking he's like a, a volunteer <laughs> ninth grade basketball coach, dude. How weird is that? <laughs> and they oh, zoom God. in on him and shit. I was crying, uh, and, and that's that's it's that's. So- relate to him man like when when he talks about his family members like his sister like relapsing and yeah and all kinds and of his stuff. down syndrome like, cousin or yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the shit's dark but like when you're when you're in that environment and you can they it's basically therapeutic to make jokes about it oh totally that's the, that's the way he's doing is talking about that and it's like you can't throw shade his way because like at the end of the day, like he loves all of those people. Yeah, so yeah. he ain't doing yeah, anything. They're not poking. He's not poking fun at any of those people. No, not at all. No, he's dude. touching and, on subjects that like aren't really like you're not supposed to touch on them. But he's like, dude, I have a Down yeah. syndrome like cousin and all these things, and they we run a, like a coffee shop with all Down syndrome people. It's like we're not yeah. saying that like we're not like going like oh Down syndrome joke real quick. He's like, no, these are the bros. These are my we bros. all say like, that the best yeah. comics are the ones that wear the their heart on their sleeve and actually talk yeah. about the real experiences of living their personal life, you know. And then, so if he's gonna talk, that's part of his life. You guys, that's it. <laughs> so, so Anthony, you haven't given your top your top five, dude. My top five, dude. I mean. You you kind of hit the same one. I think I think that Mark Norman's good for he's like up there a shorter. Too. He's good for the Rodney like, Dangerfield kind of punchlines. Yeah, oh. yeah, more setup punch, setup punch, setup punch. Yeah, 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 yeah. which um, are great. But yeah, I guess that just like death metal, you could break the, open the veins and get into the subgenres of comedy too. Absolutely, and you get into some shit that most people wouldn't be into that i i mean we were just talking about casey rocket casey rocket really is one oh dude of my i'm all so glad he favorites. got favorites oh yeah he got and, the Tony regular thing and he's been like, <coughs> like just like kind of we were talking about gatekeeping dude i didn't tell i only told joel about casey <laughs> yeah, yeah i didn't tell anybody else about casey because i was just like this is my little weird guy that <laughs> That, that I started following them immediately. Really yeah. Weird crab walks and talks about taking Robitussin and fucking, <laughs> you know, and just like, just this little weird fucking. Dude, that situation. one stand up that he did on um, Kill Tony where he just starts off, he goes like, never, never started as a wise man. And then like, and, and then he just starts riffing off of it the whole time. And like, he keeps going, like, he keeps bringing that up. He's all like, dude, Putin's like tracking me. I got to walk around a bunch. He's fucking tracking me a bunch. Or, uh, and this oh, is all like, yeah. He's all he, he's not worried about like the fuck or that he like later on in the set he goes like the five words that I've been worried about so never worry about a wise man <laughs> he like brings that back up and the whole crowd's just like I mean he's not gone. and I know Joel's trying his best but there's no way of like translating that dude <laughs> you just gotta I watch it well <laughs> when I first like saw clips and everything of him. most people think he's schizophrenic dude that's yeah. like, he's talks about it. he's like it's kind of a starting to be a frequent thing like is casey rocket a schizophrenic is one of the no he's just playing a no he's, he's not just... he's not he i don't think it's a bit 
I've listened to him on podcast. He does yeah, podcast. He's chill he though. He's William chill on podcast. Him, he's. I watch one today. On, uh, William Montgomery show. They he's the yeah. co-host now for like years, he's like mellow a year. He's totally mellow, but he's still funny as shit. He likes to riff. That's what it is. It's riffing. He just he's, gets in this mode. He puts his head in his he's mode. Improv. He's improv. He's jazz. That's what yeah, he's, he's doing. Jazz. He's jazz comedian, dude. Damn. He's totally like an in-the-moment jazz comedian who's riffing. Did you guys, uh, did you guys fuck with Come Town at all? Come Town. So Why does that sound familiar? It, who was on it? Uh, Nick Mullen, uh, Stavos. Yeah, oh, so Stavros. that was Stavros's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shit, and then that yeah, stopped, yeah. and then he's doing his own thing now, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. I never really listened to it, though. I've just listened to Stavi on, like, like guys, his shit and really? other people's. Come Town? Okay. Absolutely. I'm super down. Like, you, yeah. What else was... Uh... God damn uh, an underground all right here's here's a little tidbit uh uh one that's less popular or not less popular it's definitely popular but something that has gold in it all the time is the crab feast with ryan sickler and uh what's his other name oh fuck he had another guy who did it with him uh he laughs like bert though i can't handle ryan sickler. i love his <laughs> no his laugh is different no he doesn't laugh like that dude his laugh is something like Fans? Obi- oh yeah, yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. Cause I feel like and also too, by the way, me and Pat saw Joey Diaz live and I felt like he was amazing, but he does the laugh and he's not laughing. He goes like <laughs> and, 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 that, and then the and then the yeah. crowd would laugh when he did the laugh. And I yeah, was like, it's kinda like All a, right, I'm getting out of here. I like literally see monkey do thing. <laughs> I was pissed. I was like just like because the, the jokes were good but i had to piss really bad i was in the <laughs> middle in like a yeah, long story but anyways i had to like get everyone to stand up in the middle of the show and then i made friends with the uh the security guard he brought me up to the front i got to watch him from the, the front but like i just felt like he was like disingenuous going like hey fucking cocks like, oh, ha, ha, ha. and when he did the <laughs> laugh everyone started laughing and i was like he's not even laughing he's making a noise dude <laughs> he's not laughing like i don't know I, f- I don't feel like he believes it when ari was doing uh what was it this isn't happening oh yeah yeah, yeah. and like the, the the joey diaz bits and the big j bits were probably like my favorite ones man totally Hell yeah dude ari ari's live shit you're gonna are you seeing that soon you said yeah i'm seeing it in april dude yeah. it's he goes so far <laughs> yeah. oh, <laughs> i was like i loved it i was like it was like a date night, but like my fiance is like super down with like, you know, all the co- same comics I'm into. And like he went to like like school shoot like school shooting for half the time. Was, and the crowd was a solace like fuck. And I was sitting there crying. Like I was like laughing as hard as I could. Cause he was yeah. just like trying to chap everyone. He was trying to be like, This is a bummer. Like he was like he was trying his best to like what's that? He's going for the shock laugh. Oh yeah. Yeah, but they were ridiculous. Like the shit he was able, like, damn. <laughs> I was like blown away. But my favorite um, stand up in live, it wasn't because it was the best stand up, it was because it was f- that we were at the improv in San Jose. And they're like, they, they go, where do you want to sit? And they're like, how about we sit you right in the front? It was me and my fiance. She's like a little shy, 
and um was like dealing with like people and i was like i'll deal with it if i drink but like i'm, I'm like freaked out and it was uh duncan trussell but um oh, yeah. so to opening for him we didn't know was i mean we did we knew right in the beginning was william montgomery yeah. we saw him walking around smoking a cigarette outside and i'm like that's fucking william montgomery and she's like oh shit i'm like freaked out already and william montgomery like did this like bit about like selling xanax out of his hotel room and he's just all, and he started screaming and yelling and he just stared at me. He's all he was like you and stared at me for like two minutes of silence. <laughs> and just like looking at me, I was like, just like look at these just all like and I was like looking, I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like it was like it was and I remember like after I left the left the show and stuff, everyone came up to me like, dude, how did that feel? That was like fucking bananas. Like dude just like fucking screamed at you and stared at you in silence for two was minutes like a la quinta is <laughs> that what he he says he was yeah la quinta end or something yeah yeah and he just like he just like committed to it and just like stared at me and his eyes like were just like at this like angle i was staring back at him for as long as i could until i couldn't anymore and then uh, <laughs> i looked back and he was just still staring like just most intense stare ever and he just like leaned into it so hard and i was like fuck this is this is better than an autograph, dude. This is like, I'm going to remember this forever. <laughs> but yeah, no, right. comedy is, comedy is like starting to e- equal music. It's starting mean, to get close. I right. listen to music to get sad sometimes, but I listen, I always listen to comedy to get happy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, man. All right. Well, we're past fucking three hours, dude. You're ahead of us, dude, but. Dude, this was rad, dude. I feel like we could go for. We should definitely do a part two, Devin. Shit, I love dude. this. I love this. I love hanging with you, dude. And we yeah. gotta. I'd love to eventually come across you in person, Devin. We need to fucking kick it. Yeah, man. Uh, we have. Uh, I don't know how close we are to you, but we're playing. Uh, we're playing a few uh, California dates. Sick, I know we're dude. playing Pomona and uh, SoCal, LA. I can't remember where else, like off the top of my Any head. Any Sacramento area on the weekend? Sacramento, like, San Fr- you're playing in San Francisco, I think. I think I saw a, a pop up with, with like your flyer in San Francisco, maybe. We played, uh, we played Berkeley a few times, and we played, um, uh, where is it? I think it starts with an R. Uh, Roseville, Rockland. Ro- oh, Rose- Roseville. You played yeah. Roseville. Dude, are you? Dude, that's, that's where I was living. Fucking fifteen minutes where I'm at on the weekend, so we need to make that happen, dude. If it's a weekend, how did you like that venue? Because I've never been there, and everyone keeps talking about it. Um, it's we had a we not had a, you. Oh, we had we had a blast. What was funny too is like, it was a digital banner, so yeah. oh, that's right. So they they were like you know like emulation was like yo just put our logo up here. Cattle was like put this artwork up here. I was like I just want like fire the whole time and they um they didn't put they didn't put fire instead they put this like weird windows background that was like red and like shooting like sparkle like lava and there was like this drunk girl that was like what is that is that (laughs) is that like lava or like inside of a volcano and i was like it just immediately hit me and i was like no actually my colonoscopy and i was like that's I was like, that's what it looks like in here and i pointed out my hat. but yeah no it was a it was a crazy venue and then we do uh 
we started doing this last year, but now on our live show, like we do a, we do a thing called murder ball where we throw a football out into the pit and whoever holds on to it for like an entire song gets whatever they want at merch. Oh my God. That's so sick. It's so much better than the fucking wall of death. <laughs> <laughs> I tell Dan Kenny every time, like you, did you do the wall of death there? It's sick, dude. I remember the first time. So I you're saw saying that. whoever has it at the end of the song, that's the person who gets a, fun. a piece that's of a, merch. That's, that's a innovative rad, fun thing, dude. Yeah. I like that. And when we, when we were on tour with suicide, like they, uh, you know, we were playing like, 2000 cap rooms like there there'd be like 2700 people there we would do it at those kinds of venues and just see people just sh- dogpile like on top of each other <laughs> like crazy i love that dude and, oh, uh, that's so good i just stink about it because it was like either you either you do it or you don't you know and yeah and then like the people that did it like they come back like their nose all fucked up or whatever <laughs> like dude that was sick and i'm like uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is fucking oh, smart dude i like that i, mean, I like that what the wall of death is still fucking legal everybody else is still calling for the wall of death now it's like how every time a wall of death comes those? up i leave i leave the a uh, dog like, pile come on now i remember i think actually it was the you you guys were on the show with uh dying fetus suicide talents and stuff right that's, yeah, yeah, chaos. Uh, I have, we we showed up. We had to work late or something. Me and Osa, my uh, fiance, we showed up there, got to the hotel, had a couple drinks, came down. I think you guys had just ended. Mm. I think you guys just ended. And um, God damn it, you guys were no. I I think I Dan introduced me to one of you guys outside oh, yeah. by the bus. They were like, "This is Joel from blah blah." And I was like, "Fuck yeah, good shit." No, I try to get you on the podcast, yeah. blah blah. But I remember um. Every time I ever see Dan live, I'm just like, did you do the fucking wall of death? That's so dumb, dude. <laughs> it's like, sick, dude. Are you just copying a bunch of other bands and you can't come up with anything cool? Or is it like, was, it's it? like was it Lamb of God who did it first? That's the first big one I saw on video, but I think it's been before them. Um, I don't know, dude. I think it I, might be. I just, I just, I don't know why. My old man in me like hates the wall of death like i think it's whenever someone goes like all right you go to this side you go to this side i'm just like i'm out (laughs) so dumb (laughs) i'm like you want why don't they why don't you get people into it because of your music you have to like create walls and then have them like go like oh we're fighting each other now not listening to the music but like we're we're crazy for the guys guys up there so we look crazy for them and i'm like i get I, I hope give nobody's di- actually trying to like put people in the hospital during that. And, from- and, yeah, yeah, I know. See, I, I I like I like the crowd interaction, man. Like at, when we when we play shows that don't have a barrier, like I I yell at people to get on our stage, like our stage, yeah, yeah. Stage. And uh, that's what was really fun about like the cattle tour, especially like those a lot of rooms with no barricades, and we were like, yo. It's about to be sick and encourage people to stage dive. Um, I love that shit. Is Jason Jason Kaiser was was doing merch for uh, Emulation on that tour, and I asked him like I was like, "Yo, dude, you should do a song with us like every night." And he was down. Well, we just got briefs like we played the this place called the Crocodile in Washington. And it, it was the only one that briefed us. Like they said, no, don't, 
don't encourage stage diving. If they do it on their own, that's on them. Don't yeah. encourage. So I did this whole bit, like before we came on stage, I was like, Hey, so, you know, I was like the venue briefed me to tell you guys not to stage dive. <laughs> I was like, but if you ask me, I'm not your fucking dad. <laughs> I was like, you, I was like, whatever goes on for the next 30 minutes, I'm not responsible for what you want to do. And then Jason gets the mic. Oh, no. I know Jason. He's like, yo, he's like, our stage is your stage, motherfucker. Like, and he's bringing people up. And and there was like venue security, like, no, no. And I was like, oh, this is going to be sick. It's just people <laughs> jumping off like crazy. I was like, I was like, hell yeah. So, no, the, on Human Summer Nature, Slaughter, dude, tell them they can't do it. They're going to want to do it 10 times more, dude. No, I could, I could, not, I'm not trying to one up, but like Bill Decrepit, we were on tour with, uh, um, on uh, one of the Summer Slaughters. I forget. Cephalic was on it. How much uh, origin He's I think the kingdom was on of too. God, dude. But we had an album that had not been released yet. We had a CD that had not been released yet, and it was 2010 or something. And like CDs were still like people cared, and right. so we're like, and Bill was like, "I got three CDs up here, dude. Whoever can can make it past security <laughs> gets, <laughs> gets CDs." And it would just be like, and we'd be like a sold out show in Montreal or whatever, and people would just be like flipping, like f- getting around, sec- like security would be like tackling them and stuff, like fighting them, and they'd be like trying to fight to get past to the cd and then like there's people that would just like do a flip and get around and like juke the security and like jump over and be like fuck yeah and the whole crowd go yeah imagine, <laughs> being, like, security, imagine being security and he's just like kind of coasting in his head like all right it's a decent night i don't like the music <laughs> you know it's pretty loud it's kind of hurting my ears and shit but everybody's being chill you know no, Bill made a big and then point the vocalist on the stage goes, goes like, hey if go you can get past security right now you can get some merch and then you start to see kids coming at you specifically it was bananas eyes at you and you're just like fuck dude now i gotta fucking work god yeah, damn yeah. it they would also like we would also say this thing like you know they hired security for a reason and they would look security would look back at us be like dude come on come on you know I used to do this. I do this thing where I like I put my finger over the water bottle, squeeze it out in the crowd, and yeah, like get you know just get them all get everybody hyped. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's my shit, man. I love wake them up a little bit. Yeah, but at the same time, those security guys are like, come on, man. But at the same time, they want to fucking wrestle somebody to the ground real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. uh, In Denver, when we played. And we were doing all of our bits and like the football thing. Security looked back at us and we're like, yo, this is sick. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, the football thing became so like it it, it, it it kind of blew up. Like people were like, oh, yeah, we know about this. We know what's going on tonight. So that's why we brought people like. That's a cool idea, though. I like that a lot. You ever <laughs> toss one in the crowd and it hit some dude in the face right off dude, that? Dude. In in uh in Leon France, I, I don't. This dude had his hands up. I was trying yeah. to, I was trying to toss a water bottle to him to catch it, and because uh, they were just left on stage, and uh, this guy had his hands up, so I went and tossed it by the cap, just flung it. It hits this dude, just boom, right in his face. And I'm like, oh shit! So I just like walk to the curtain, and I'm like laughing because I can't help it. So what's this dude do? 
he sees me walking and he twists a water bottle like the cap off throws it i see it and duck and like i at the moment i duck it hits our guitar player right in his face oh fuck and then i'm like oh shit and i just walk back to the curtain again <laughs> instead cedric just goes who the fuck threw that starts yelling at the crowd and, and the guy like the guy like comes over he was like he was like it was me i was trying to hit your singer and he was like dude he's like do i look like the fucking singer blah 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 and i was like dude i was like so when, when we when we played the when we were playing songs like i just thought of this bit and i was like i was like yo i was like this goes out to whoever threw that water bottle I was like, yo, I'm sorry I hit you. And I was like, that, I was like, that's a total mistake. Like, but you need better aim because you hit our guitar player. And, and then Stead got on the mic and was like, yeah, and you're about to fuck around and find out, you fucker. Like, and I was like, yeah, yeah bad. So this song's called Pissed. And then we played. <laughs> Everybody's just pissed, dude. Yeah. But, uh, uh, that's, so the, that's what's up, dude. That's the whole experience. Did you you guys are having your personal experience those nights, and so is the yeah. audience, dude. That dude walked away with the story. You have the story <laughs> that you just told us right now. Stories you know? are huge for fans. Like having having yeah. like a story that you did something or whatever, or like something happened or something. Not not like a not like a John Lennon story. <laughs> But like, uh, but like, uh, but Nobody like a story. One of those stories. Dude. <laughs> I know, but like, I can't uh, tell you, it. <laughs> yeah, like you interact with the the band, and it's funny. Like, I like, I feel like that's why I love fucking cephalic and stuff so much. Because I'm like, they make me crack the fuck up every time I see them, and but they yeah. also blow my fucking mind every time. So I'm like, I love the 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 both the mixture of funny and like impressive. Like, like maybe it's become. A thing because i'm like all right dude you can't hear technical death metal live anymore yeah, you just made called... it so like you just i made want a good money. point dude and you made me think like what if getting people <clears throat> to a vulnerable state by getting them to laugh and then going into something extreme yeah, as extreme. something so like funny. cephalic carnage never and forget. have the humor in there but it's almost like it, it's getting you ready it, or, I mean, the element of surprise is a thing, you know. It's it's what jolts the system. It might, you know, shock you, right? And and if you get into a giggly space and then they hit, get hit with a blast beat, that yeah. it might really make you pay attention a lot better. And then you fall into this trance that's happening during a Cephalic Carnage set, which will. Definitely at, happen I'll if you watch a cephalic carnage set. Yeah, I look at I look at bands like Cephalic, Skinless, and like older Lividity when they had like Matt Bishop on vocals. Mm -hmm. You know, those guys would just like crack jokes like left and right, and then hit you with like music that makes you want to fuck everything up in front of you. And it's you know that's that's kind of been like our approach, like when it comes to like social media and doing like funny shit like online yeah it's like taking the piss like yeah we know this music all in all it's like it's not like a gimmick but it it, it is funny you know like sometimes like because it, it's oh, so brutal definitely. it's so unbearably heavy 
but then like so you can have aspects of of like poking fun or taking a piss and then just hit him over the head with like that barbaric like brutality right that's totally that's that's party cannons a good uh, uh the, oh yeah you know example of that too but yeah we're we go we've talked about these rabbit holes and and we've spelunked into the caverns as far as we could go personally you know and and we've gone far enough to where we can come back out and poke fun at every single aspect of that cavern that we followed you know and and since we experienced it it's okay for us to make fun of it and still love it because we it's just a fucking experience dude it's just a oh, human yeah. experience that we're having right now and and we're in you this bubble so heavy that you have to laugh at it no yeah. totally oh totally yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and it's great that's a great oh, feeling dude violation of the wicked i was like dude this is <laughs> you start laughing that i'm laughing that i'm enjoying this <laughs> yeah, yeah. That album rules. Dude. That feeling of looking totally. at your buddy and being like, and then you both start like just laughing, like, dude, yeah. what the fuck? Are, that's the greatest feeling, and and those little micro moments that we're having with these are why we're still doing 169, 69 episodes of this show, just talking shit about the same fucking uh, shit. How many of you guys? Back. Sorry, go ahead. I said I want to. I want to be back on. Dude, Fuck this yeah. is great. Oh, yeah. We're having a blast, okay. dude. And and I want to do this forever. If sleep wasn't a thing, we'd still go forever. I gotta fucking work on cars in seven hours, basically. For sure. Though. Yeah, I have a I have a wedding venue I need to I need to visit. Oh right, yeah, you were talking about I wanna bring this up too. You were talking about your uh fiance being an athlete. My yeah. uh, my girl does uh roller derby. Oh Sick, damn! Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a brutal. That's a. I've yeah. I've had friends that have done that too before. Yeah, you got to. Uh, if you have, if you have a league in town, you got to catch a game. They're fucking sick. Oh no, I've oh. gone for sure. I've gone oh, for sure. Okay. It's brutal. I still don't even understand the rules of it. I know there's like it's kind of like a kill up. the carrier kind of thing, but basically, I, yeah, you have a jammer who has like the the star and the the uh like wristband and if they go completely around like once like that's a point so jam session for an allotment of time like usually it's like three to five minutes but yeah like she uh she kicks ass man she 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 gets awards like every year that's rad that's a death metal fucking sport dude it is dude (laughs) oh yeah she's a she's a huge metalhead so hell yeah that's like dude see that's that's like a whole i i had a few times during this night where i wanted to ask about your fiance a little bit more in your your history but it's three hours three thirty three we'll save that oh shit dude it's half a six 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 we gotta cut it off real quick now i'm just joking uh but yeah no let's save it for part two dude i forgot i was gonna show you we were talking about something and i was like looking for something on the side and i'm like the I'm like the ADHD Jamie from Joe Rogan. I'm just like, oh, dude, what's up? Oh, let's <laughs> board over me. here. I'm not trying like... to cut it off because I'm not having fun. This is I, like I just said, dude. I could do this forever. You're a great new friend. Yeah, you're Gavin. awesome. Dude. I, I, Thanks, I, uh, I really appreciate giving all this time to the show, and uh, I'm, I'm, I want to stay in touch, dude. You, you're, Absolutely. you're a fresh homie that I want to keep, dude. So. 
Fuck yeah. Yeah, dude. No doubt. I don't. I, and let's, you two are so much. We'll probably get chan- multiple chances to hang out. <laughs> get DK, dude. Yeah, dude. We'll get DK as a let. Let's get him coming back on, and we'll just fucking as a nerd sober out on DK. Death we'll do a sober DK. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've well, there's been times when like we've had DK, like we had like Paul Ryan on with Origin and stuff, and like it was me and Anthony and stuff. And DK just like he calls me or he like messages me. He's like, dude, let me come on. Let me come on right now. I'm gonna come on. <laughs> And he comes on, he's still like, it's like fucking noon on a Sunday. And he's all, let's go fucking pussies. He says way worse than that. But I love the dude. Actually, for it's me, I, I, I drink a lot of alcohol. Um, maybe more we than I would like do. to do. But I've, I've made a proclamation of Dan Kenny quits drinking. I, I'll quit drinking. Oh, yeah. So you're just <laughs> waiting so it's up, to, all, it's up to the guy that's never gonna quit <laughs> so. no he's 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 pretty tame the last few times all right let's not air out his bullshit i love no, him Dan, I love... dan's a fucking idiot dude he likes the cowboys fucking idiot dude. hey dude <laughs> you kidding. fucking followed montana to the chiefs and just stayed there you're just lucky. oh well, yeah right it's now. worked out the last four years you just were you're just lucky right now i don't even watch football but i just made a valid statement oh, that's a warriors one <laughs> I have a chief saddle. All Let's right, dude. All right, this is so fun, dude. Devin, yeah, you're awesome, Devin. Y- you're going out to fucking Australia in like how many days? Oh shit, <laughs> I fly out Sunday. <laughs> you're, fucking, you're living the dream, brother. And yes. and uh, I'll, just squeeze it for every ounce you can get it out Fuck of it. it. You know what I'm saying? Of course, man. And keep keep adding adding to it so you got more juice to squeeze. That's right. Hell yeah. Anthony wants to drink your juice, dog. I want to <laughs> drink your juice, Devin. So hard, dude. <laughs> we'll drink some juice together in person, dude. Down. Rock Hi, on. Brother. All it's right. Good shit, well, man. everybody else, have a great time. You know the fucking plugs. Everybody is watching. Love you guys. We'll see you next week. Peace.